You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix. Welcome to the Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix podcast. It's the 20th of October 2023 and time to bring in the big man himself. Here's Rappo. <laughs> Thanks, Deeks. I've been called worse, mate. I've been called worse. <laughs> I did wonder whether you might take offence to being called the big man, but it's not big in nah. size. It's big in... Oh, thank you, mate. In hero worshipping. Oh, thank you, mate. Appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but to be honest, I've been used to it. You know, obviously being up, going up Scotland for the last twenty years. Up there, you're either a big man or a wee man. So, <laughs> right. I've been, so I suppose you know, I've been used to. I've been used to the big man tag, mate, for twenty years. Think so. No offence, but you got to say it in a Scottish accent, though. Yeah, I know, mate. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. The trouble is, these you can't understand half of them, mate. You don't even know what they're calling you. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, funny. Mate. All right, there, wee man. <laughs> is, is that all right, mate? <laughs> yeah, it'll it'll pass. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, not as good as the top of the morning there to you. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we have Sorry. more. We have more Ar- Irish listeners than Scottish, but. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll see. Uh, complaints, please go to Mark Rapsy yeah. at or at Mark Rapsy one, isn't it on Twitter? Yeah, Rex. thanks. Mate. Yeah, right. Some bad, oh, yeah. some sad news this week. To, let's oh. um, begin with yeah. um, two of the footballing community of Cornish football: um, Martin Eid and uh, Jimmy Dent. Oh, shocking, Deeks. You know, no know both really well mate um, yeah I think Jimmy day before more team mate I, I mean obviously my old teammate and really good mate Denty mate you know John Dent um, great teammate at, at Falmouth you know obviously got to know Jimmy through John and, and playing against him really Denty you know Jimmy was sort of near the end of his career when I was sort of starting but you know, he was a sort of box-to-box midfielder in his prime, I think. Thinks, but when I sort of played against him, he was more of a sort of defender-type sweeper, mate. You know, cl- classy player, Deeks, you know, on the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, comfy on the ball, defender. But, yeah, no, you know, more importantly, a nice bloke, mate. And, yeah, he's had a bit of a battle over the last couple of years, Deeks, and and, and lost it the other... Well, on his 67th birthday, no less, Deeks, you know. Mm. Yeah, it's... Um, but you know, unbelievable, really, isn't it? Is the you know three hundred and sixty-five to one shot that is, mate? Isn't it? <laughs> you know, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, God bless Jimmy, mate, and and even obviously a bigger shock, Deeks. You know, even more shocking the next day to to get the, the news of more teammate. You know, just only fifty-eight, Deeks. You know, um, you know, obviously knew Martin really well big part of the St. Blasey backroom staff, mate. You know, I spoke to Gozzi the other morning, you know, he was shocked, mate, and he said Martin was fantastic, you know, physio, mate, and made everything easy for the players to, to go out and win five championships in a row, I think, Deeks, wasn't it? She was, mm. he was part of, and, you know, I knew Martin through, like, Southwestern League 11 and all that, mate, you know, Martin, and obviously I know Jerry, really well mate you know so just yeah really shocked mate you know just just um you know obviously jimmy's was a a sort of longer fight mate but martin you know just a few days mate and you know it's just just a big shock when something like that happens mate at such a young age isn't it mate it's just you know just your heart goes out to all the family mate doesn't it really just 
shocking news, Deeks, really. Yeah. So uh, c- condolences obviously go to uh, to uh, both families and all the close friends. They would have had so many close friends, uh, you know, that uh, yeah. everyone's obviously feeling the pain. Yeah, yeah, definitely, Deeks. Yeah, yeah, you know, just love and condolences to both families, mate, and... You know, they should be, you know, really proud of what they've, you know, both achieved in, in their lives, Deeks, aren't they? You know, it's just, it's, you know, sad times, mate. And it, it, it just don't know what to say, mate, do you, in, in these circumstances, Deeks? Just, just shock, really. But, um, you know, look, art, art goes out to, to both families, mate. From the National League South through to the St. Piran League. This is the place to be. Right then, let's start going around the leagues involving Cornish clubs. And so it's uh, Step 2 Football, the National League South. And I spoke to Cam Weldon on Monday after the club's FA Youth Cup match. No game Saturday for Truro, so we haven't got to talk about any defeat, Cam? Cheeky bugger, yeah. No, um, no, no. no. It's, uh, it was weird, Dave, wasn't it? Having a weekend off, it was quite, quite nice. But um, yeah, I'm sure, the, sure Paul and the players will be ready to get back to it I think so who is getting back to it against them well um, it's a long journey Dave a very very long journey we've got a trip off to Aveley uh, which is in Essex I've been reliably informed near Furrock and uh, not not far from the Dartford Bridge so um, a bit of a bit of a jaunt up there isn't it for us but um, hopefully the lads can, can bounce well not bounce back we had a great result on the road the other week against Worthing too so hopefully we can sort of continue that good form uh, on the road it's going to be a difficult place to go Avely who they've sort of come from I don't want to say come from nowhere it's a bit harsh saying that but they've um, they've had back to back promotions they won the Isthmian uh, which I can't quite remember what it's called the Isthmian League and then they actually got in the playoffs last year and like Truro, got promoted in the, the playoff final and went went up. So um, back to back promotions. This is the first time they've ever been at national south level. So it'll be um, it'll be it'll be a test, and it's one of those. I think now they they've probably never heard of Truro before this season, and I don't think we'd ever heard of Avely before this season. So it's um, yeah, I'm looking, I think a lot of we'll be looking forward to going there, and hopefully we can get a good result. So I know start of the season they were up near the top, weren't they? So where are they now? They still are, Dave, which I think is remarkable, really, in terms of their, the rise, can, where they've come from. And um, I think I think they're about fifth or sixth in the league table in the, in the playoff positions, and um, they, they're good at home as well. They've got a good record, so it's not going to be an easy game by any stretch of imagination. And I know I say it every single week, but there's no easy game in this league. That everyone can beat anyone, and I think that's I think that shows in the league table. No one's running away with it early doors. Everyone, uh, I think, Avely are only four points off the top, so I think that says it all. So. Um, no no one's running away with it. No one's being dragged down at the bottom. So it's a competitive league. Um, every game is, you can never predict it. I wouldn't want to, if you and Rappo did your predictions every week on the, the National League South, I think we'd all be in trouble. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it'd be a tough game, no doubt about that. Um, but I'm sure the lads will be eager to get back to it because we're Truro the sort of team we, we don't really we're, I think we're better when we play consistently so if we were to play Saturday, Tuesday um, obviously it's not sustainable sometimes with injuries and fitness and stuff but I think we we like to play we, when we get on a roll of things it's always quite nice when we start if we have a run of games consistently we tend to I think we tend to play better than having these long breaks so hopefully um, 
uh, the lads are a bit refreshed now because that, that's one of the positives of it. We've had a lot of injuries, as, as you know. Um, so for for us to have this fortnight off as such, and I, I think a few of the, the northern lads have gone back up home, see their families and stuff, which is nice for them. Uh, like Sam Sanders, for example, has played every minute of every game so far. So for him, it'd probably be a nice rest for his legs and obviously go home and see his family, which will be nice. But yeah, the lads will be ready for this, no doubt about it, Dave. And hopefully when we're talking next week, we can talk about a good result. And it's the first, isn't it, this season that you're staying overnight? No, it's not. We've um, we've actually been quite lucky this year. I think the the club were granted, or like it was requested that realistically we we had to have an overnight. Otherwise, it'd be a four or five o'clock start in the morning, which isn't really the best idea for anyone, is it? Um, so. I think that's I think five or six games they've been approved and uh, we've had a couple already solely because of the distance like um, Braintree we, was with the first one we had which was again a long 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 way away and um, Eastbourne was one as well which Eastbourne it's one of these mathematical or like theoretically it's not actually that f- it's not as far as a lot of these but we were it's the situation we were there we, so we went there on a bank holiday uh, weekend, obviously traffic's very very busy, and um, it was one. It's not the easiest place to get to in terms of roads. So um, yeah, I think that's that's the other one we've done, and uh, Avely's the next one. So hopefully we can. Um, and we we won last time we had an overnight stay, which was the the Eastbourne game. So hopefully we can um, do that again this right. time. So we can expect a win then. I'm not. Well, I'm, I wouldn't go say I'll be very happy if we did get a win day. So, right. Okay. So that's Saturday. That's the first team we've been tonight watching the under 18s, and sadly uh, they're no longer in the FA Youth Cup. Yeah, it's, a, it's disappointing, really, Dave. But um, I know uh, Ian Gosling, the manager, seemed was quite bit upset we spoke to him briefly there but um yeah it was it was it was a weird kind of game wasn't it very end-to-end first half and um Truro didn't start well at all and were, were 2-0 down pretty early well within five minutes really wasn't it? it was really really early and um but credit to them they fought back and they made it 2-1 Ben Shaw with a good strike and then um they went and easily went up the other end and it was slightly later on they wasn't as quick was it because um, it was 2-1 within 7 minutes was it and then easily um made it made it 3 uh, 3-1 and uh you, you did think then it was like is the game sort of running away from Truro but Truro had chances Dave you, as you know you you saw it it was it was an end to end half and both teams probably had their keepers to thank for a couple of some good saves in in each half in the first half and um Truro actually fought back didn't they and they had the uh they scored through Taylor McNally and then he scored again uh, just four half times so three all at half time we were looking um in a good position really momentum behind them that and but I think the injury to to young Reese was I think sort of stopped a little bit didn't it like the the half sort of just petered out and the referee just blew up and um I think I think that sort of didn't help either team and then half time just seemed to seemed to drag it seemed to go on a long time I felt I thought anyway but um Obviously, it probably was just the 15 minutes, but when you sort of stood there and stuff, I think it did sort of, with them stood around as well for five, ten minutes at the end of the half. Obviously, you can't do anything about injuries, but it does, you did stood around a lot of the time. And I think Truro lost that bit of momentum. And credit to Eastleigh, they're a full-time team and stuff. They're a uh, good outfit, and they've made the journey down, and they were, they were really good tonight. And they got the goal, what was it, seconds into the second half to make it four, and... Um, then it was sort of one-way traffic from then on, Dave, uh, as you saw, and they they took their chances, and um, they're ruthless in front of goal, and they ended up winning, was it 3-8, I think, the final score, so credit to them, I wish them all the best in the next round and stuff, but um, Truro's journey comes to an end at the third qualifying round stage, which is it's disappointing, but 
Uh, I think they can be proud of it. They've done well in the competition this year. Um, I know the last couple of years they've they've not really done as well. They had that brilliant one in 2020 where they made it to the first round popper, but the last couple of years they've not really um, had the success that we would have wanted in this competition. So for us to obviously beat Tiverton at Godolphin, then go and beat Helston uh, like we did a couple of weeks ago, and then to come here in the first 45 minutes, I think they would have been happy, but the second half was a bit, a bit disappointing. But that's the end of the journey for them. But um, they get, go again next year, but the league season starts, just spoke to, to Gozzi and their league season starts up in the next couple of weeks as well, so they can turn their attention to that. And just to clarify that, that's not in the DGM which they were last season, it's now in the Cornwall Youth League? Yeah, yeah, so um, I, I don't think the DGM League is, uh, I don't, I'm not sure what's happening with it, but as we know, we, we had a few jokes, didn't we, last year, Dave, about, um, uh, like, every week you'd be down, have the under-18s played? And it was like they had a scheduled game and it sort of never happened, did it? But um, And I think the league just ended up disbanding or something, I'm not really sure what happened, but um, yeah, so they're playing in, in a Cornish League this year, which would be, would be nice for them, and hopefully, um, it'd be good to just get a good run of games, because it must be difficult, I know, I'm not sure... I guess they all still play for colleges and stuff, but not playing as a group um, as much and then just being expected to play in like youth cup games, it must be quite difficult, but um, they're a good group, young, young group of lads, and I think they've shown that in this, comp- in this competition, and hopefully um, a lot of them, they're at that age where I think they are quite a younger squad, so I'd imagine that they'll probably stick around and be around with Truro next year, so hopefully they can uh, do one better next year and make it to the first round proper again. Well, long way away, but we'll wait and see. <laughs> Cheers, Dave. See you next week. Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, Dick's, you know, Avely or Avely, I think it's Avely, isn't it, mate? Um, Avely, yes. Avely, yeah. I mean, a, well, a real club, mate, on on the up there, Diggs. Um, you know, I remember being at Taunton at the start of the season, mate, and I think I think they were like top of the league, Diggs, weren't they, for a little while, back-to-back promotions, you know, top of National League safe, you know, when the results come through. I remember a couple of Taunton, Taunton people talking about them. I think they had them the following week, Diggs, but, but like you and Cam said, mate, you know, really ambitious club there, mate. I noticed they got Lionel Ainsworth there, Diggs. Do you remember him? You know, I think he played Premier League. Um, a few top clubs in England. I've watched them a couple of times from Motherwell, mate. Um, so, you know, to sign players like that, Dix, I think he's about 35 now, mate, but they've got to be pretty ambitious, Dix, you know, to, to get hold of a player like that, mate. And, yeah, you know, I mean, and t- as far as Tora goes, Dix, you know, I think they're doing all right, mate, aren't they? You know, I was talking to Yetzi the other night, mate, who was there watching the youth game. You know, you was there as well, Dix, and... And, you know, like he was saying, mate, you know, Choro, t- to be honest, it's doing well, really, mate. The budget that they got, you know, if you compare them to the likes of Yeovil, you know, Torquay, Bath. It's like Yetz was saying, mate, you know, there's some big hitters in that league, Diggs, isn't there? You know, to, to be anywhere around the middle or top half, I think it's an achievement, mate. And, you know, there's players on like 750 quid plus, mate, hmm. you know, in that league. You know, Yetz was saying he knows a few. You know, they, I think Troy, I think Watsy tried to sign a couple of dicks and, and, and Yetz, he said the money, you know, they were like quoting, you know, obviously got agents and that dicks. And he said the money they was coming back with, he said, you, you just, they're, they're like doubling what some of the city players are on, mate. He, he said, you just can't compete with that, like, mate. So, so I think as far as the, the first team goes, Dicks, I think City's doing all right, mate, and they, you know, good result last time out at Worthing, mate, wasn't it? The two all. Mm. Late equaliser, yeah, for a change, you know. I mean, they've had a lot of bad luck with sort of late goals going in, you know, shipping them, mate, and they and like Yetzi said the other night, mate, they could, probably could have six more points than they already got. So, I think City are doing 
all right, Dicks, isn't they? You know, I think if it was a school report, Dicks, you you would say is a is a B at the minute, mate, isn't it? For City, mate, a B. <laughs> right. Just a but, um, just a little bit of room for improvement. Yeah, poss- yes, it, mate. Yeah, exactly, exactly, mate. But. Yeah, I mean, like we said before, Dix, as long as they're in the league next season for, you know, back in the new ground, hopefully, Dix, that's what it's all about, isn't it, mate, I think, really? Yeah. But um, but I enjoyed the game Monday night, Dix, didn't you? I mean, the youth game, I mean, great great to see me old mate, God's mate, you know, obviously old teammate, Chora boy, mate, you know, what a player, Dix, you know. And that, I mean, I've got to be honest, Dix, I don't know what you think, I think God's is one of them players that should have gone pro, mate. You know, without a doubt, mate. You know, I've you know played with him since he was like seventeen, and I've watched a, I've watched a lot of League One and Two, well, and Scottish Premier Digs. You know, football probably over the last five seasons, Digs, and then you know, Goss was when he was like twenty, twenty-one, Digs. He he was loads better than a lot of what I've seen, mate. You know, in that standard, is his trickery, mate. You know, his crossing ability. Second to none, mate. His crossing ability. I mean, you know, I, I you know, I, I owe Goz a few points, mate. He set me up for a few goals, mate. You know, <laughs> and and his eyes for goal as well, Diggs, didn't he? Goz, he could score a goal. Remember that goal in the FA Vaz mm, semi, mate. Yeah, well, yeah. Down at Truro, you know, yeah. exactly, mate. Yeah, Goz, he could score a goal, and his work rate, mate. You know, was unbelievable, mate. And and you could see, you know, he's rubbing off on on his under eighteen lads there, Diggs. I mean, like the other night, you know, to. To compete with a full-time academy, mate, like Eastleigh, for a good 65 minutes on Monday night, mate, I, I think was a credit, you know, to, to Goz and his lads. I, I spoke to him quickly after. I was there with Mass and having a quick chat. Goz come over for a couple of minutes and you could tell he was gutted, mate. You know, he's not he's not used to losing, mate, is he really? <laughs> Goz, you know, in his life, you know, but... He said, you know, he was a bit gutted with the last sort of 20 minutes. and But, but you know, I think God should, you know, just keep his chin up, mate, take the positives out of it. I thought I thought it was excellent. I mean, when you think, Diggs, you know, City had a 15-year-old, you know, a couple 16-year-olds. Most of them were 17. I mean, Eastley, I mean, we're a big old unit, Diggs, aren't they? Some of them lads, you know, most of them all under 18 and... I think the centre-half looked about 28, mate, didn't he? <laughs> that number five. <laughs> he, looked, he looked like he was... Well, you know, so I, I think... and I mean, the front three digs were electric, weren't they, mate? The easily front three, weren't they? They were, you know... So, I, honestly, mate, I, I think, you know... I mean, that, that 10 was lightning digs, weren't they? And, and, the, and the blonde number 11, you know, he had great feet, you know, big lads at the back. And so I, I think Goss could take some... Pot- Although, you know, the scoreline didn't reflect the game at all, mate, did it? It looked The scoreline looked bad at the end. You know, I think, um, you know, Goss and his boys, mate, could take loads of positives out of that, mate. And, you know, you can see the great work he's doing with those lads, mate, couldn't you? Bit unfortunate that uh, conceded goals just at the wrong time, didn't they, really? Uh, yeah. The, well, the one at the very beginning of the game and, and the one just after half time I mean what was it 20 seconds or something like that yeah I know and even then Diggs do you see that one just after that oh, goal yeah. when City could have made it four? how did that stay out I, I was right oh, yeah I was, I was talking to my old mate you know Johnny Parrow mate you know you know reserve team manager at Formworth now mate Johnny mate and I was talking to him and, and honestly mate it could have gone in about four times mate yeah. couldn't it <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, they, they kept it out, you know. So, you know, like you said, they, a few little turning points in the game, weren't there, that mm-hmm. they scored at the right time or the wrong time for, for us, mate, wasn't it, for City? But but they were a really good side, Dix. And, you know, well done the goals, mate, for, I mean, like, that experience will do them good, Dix, isn't it? You know, they can have a, another little run in it next year, maybe, mate, couldn't they? Another year older. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, that's true. Good team. Yeah. Yeah. They've got um, well. They've got that to look forward to next season. But uh, I think uh, in a few weeks' time, their league season sort of kicks off, doesn't it? So uh, they've got that to yeah. to uh, look forward to as well. So uh, it wasn't yeah, well to done, be. Gosling. Yeah, well done, Gozzi. No. It wasn't to be this season. But um, well, the, if they win the league, they'll forget about the going out of the uh, FA Youth Cup, won't they? Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm sure they'll have a successful season, mate. Wouldn't you? I think looking at the team. Well, be one to keep an eye on, that's for sure. Make sure you don't miss an episode of the Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix by subscribing on your favourite podcast platform. Just search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football and you've got it. Right, um, next up it's Mouse on the Southern League Division 1 South and so it's time to hear from Pablo Wools Blanco. I thought I'd better give him his full name just so that yeah. you know we, we know who he is sort of thing. Well, I suppose it had to come at some stage, Pablo, but um, last Saturday, your first defeat in the league. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Mousel's first Southern League defeat uh, since being in the league. You're right, it did have to come at some point. And to be fair, it probably came in almost the best way it could have. I think, obviously, we were all saying going into the game against Froome that we knew, one, it was going to be one of our biggest tests yet. Um, I think Jake's been keen to hammer home that he thinks Froome are going to finish in the top two or three this season certainly playoffs so they'll be up there for sure they are going to be one of our biggest tests and also I think because of the way we came into the game not in our best way we come off the back of I think a few poor results in the, in the weeks beforehand but mainly the performances just weren't there for almost a month now and I mentioned that players and coaching staff got together and whatnot and everyone sort of had an assessment and to be fair I think what we saw on the pitch on Saturday was exactly why you do that sort of thing isn't it you know people get together and you come and have these conversations to try and improve things um, and make a change in, in the way we were going about our about our football. And I think, to be fair, we did see it on the pitch on Saturday. It was it was for me Malzell's best performance in a long, long time, and we've lost one now. I mean, I think anyone there will say that Malzell were definitely unfortunate to lose. By the way, really good ground, um, great facilities they have. I think I think they were higher up, weren't they, Deeks? That's why they they had they must have the ground requirements for a few divisions above them because. The facilities are really good, a few big stands um, and a really good crowd, 475, by the way, on the day. Mm. So it was a really good away day, to be fair, like a good atmosphere. Um, and it actually, it was a brilliant game. But I, I, but for Malzal, I think one, they'll be really happy. And I know Jake was really happy that they got the performance back they've been looking for. Uh, felt like a dominant side again, creating chances, solid at the back. But again, the frustration has to be that we haven't got anything from the game because when you play that well away from home, you know, you want to get at least a goal and, and get on the scoreboard and, and at least come away with a point at a tough ground like that. So it's frustrating. I think especially with the way the goal came about, it was like 10 minutes before half-time. Miles had all the chances, by the way. Uh, some great saves for the keeper. I think it was Carl Phillips in goal. Fantastic for Froome. But Miles had all the chances. Hayden Turner had a few really good ones. Morgan Lewis kept getting in down the Miles left and maybe uh, made a few errors in decision-making at times, but also put in some really good balls from the left-hand side. And we just couldn't finish them off. Um so it's one of those games where nothing was going in and then Froome sort of like off a little deflection outside the area it just fell perfectly to Zach Drew in the box he sort of just bundled it past Ollie to know in goal so it was just frustrating the way we conceded I will say I think in the second half Froome stepped it up they created numerous chances themselves there were some brilliant defensive 
displays from some of the Malzor boys, by the way. Josh Otto, Max Hill, really good uh, at the back. But Malzor as well had chances in the second half. I think the big one was for Jack Brevens. He sort of rolled his defender and he was being held back. And I think everyone was keen for that maybe to be pulled pulled back for what would have been a red card as last man. But he's kept going and stayed on his feet. And he sort of said to me at the end of the game, well, I, I, you know, I'm not used to going down. Um, <laughs> you know, you know you, it's one of those where I think Premier League footballers are so good at it, aren't they? Yeah. They feel contact with me. I'm going down. But he said it's just my instinct to keep going. And he sort of kept going. But he was a little bit off balance and sort of came in at the wrong angle and like skewered his shot one-on-one with the keeper. And then everyone's screaming to bring it back. But it's one of those where the referee probably thinks, well, you know, you've played on. I'm not going to bring it back now. But I don't know how that works, whether he should have or not. But that was a frustrating one. But other than that, I think actually the first half deeks was the thing I'd point out where we were in total control, creating all the chances. Froome actually had very little and got a scrappy goal and we just couldn't finish off. But look, completely different uh, complexion of the game to the past few weeks is what I'd say. A loss, which is really frustrating, and the first one, of course, in the division. But just in terms of where we played, it was really, really promising. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's one of those odd ones where, you know, so much good, but no points. Hmm. And let's give a little bit of praise to Jack Bray Evans by the sounds of it. I, I'm I'm glad that he yeah. tried to play on. There's so much uh, uh, tomfoolery played in the Premier League and uh, professional stuff these days. So, well done, Jack. Yeah, yeah. I think he's that sort of player. To be fair, maybe you see it more at this level, Deeks. Honestly, I think you see players who, they, you know, they're not used to like to buying fouls or waiting for VAR to overturn things. And they think, well, if it was contact, then that you know, at least the VAR will see it or whatnot. You know, it's one of those where. I think he's one of those strikers, you know, playing at this level. If, you, if you've got a chance to get a shot off, you're going to get it off. It's not natural to feel contact and just collapse to the ground. So, And that's literally what he said at the end of the game. He, he was saying, I don't know how they haven't pulled it back, but he said it's one of those where I just, yeah, I said, he said I couldn't force myself to go to the ground, you know, because the ball was there and, and it was there. He was in, but he was just off balance and in sort of like the wrong the wrong position, like the body position. So he was almost like in the middle of the goal when I tried to side foot it in the end. So, yeah, it's just skewered past the post. Um, but yeah, you're right. Credit to him for you know, staying on his feet. Yeah, mind you, I wonder what the management team think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that might yeah, be a different well. matter. But uh, so, um, yeah. Froome, how would you rate them as the teams you played so far? Are they the best team you've played? I, I'd say so. Yeah, you know what? In the Southern League, I'd say so. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I think on paper they're the best we played for sure. But I'd actually say in the way they played as well, I, I'd say. Look, I was a little bit disappointed with them in the first half. But I think second half, they turned on. Second half, you can see why they score a lot of goals, by the way, because they've got a big man up front, holds the ball up really well. And they're very they're very technical, comfortable with the ball, create chances really well. And it's something about the facilities as well, the big crowd. It just feels like they're going to have a good season, you know. And I think they're keen to have a good season. I think they probably feel like they've been, you know, going under their weight a little bit. So I think they'll be confident for a good season. You know what, Deeks, I'd say they're the best team we've played. There have been some assignments who've actually really impressed me. Um, to be fair, like Larkle, uh, really impressed me in our in our FA Trophy game, and I know they've got a few decent results, by the way, including knocking out Willand, who we're playing on the weekend, and of course um, in the um, in the FA Trophy first round, and of course they drew against someone this weekend. So, you know, I know Larkle can get a few big results, and so maybe they're good against the, the big sides because they're quite far down on the table. Other than that, but they quite impressed me. Um, but you know what, I, I, I'm going to give it to Froome because I just think they, they they're a side that are going to be up there. I'd agree with Jake on that one. Despite the fact I think we, we were the better side in the first half for sure, and I don't think we should have lost the game by any stretch of the imagination, but yeah, I, I'd, I'd back for him to have a good season. Hmm. Okay, so that moves us on to Saturday, and uh, you already mentioned it. Woolen Rovers, um, top of the table, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, top of the table. To be fair, they've played more games than everyone else, obviously. You know, they've played three more than us, for example. Um, so it's, it's actually one of those where 
if we were to win our three games in hand, we'd go a point above them. But you know, mm-hmm. it's one of those it's one of those ifs in football that you know probably won't mean much. But yeah, they're they're, they're at the top of the table, scored a lot of goals, haven't conceded many. But I, I also think potentially they're one of the sides that may sort of drop off, maybe come come the um come the latter stages of the season. Like I'd expect the likes of Froome to maybe be around them. I think Jake was saying something similar. So they've made a really strong start. I've got no doubt it's going to be a very tough game on Saturday. But we already saw they drew to Larkle on the weekend. Mm. And like I say, maybe Larkle just are good um, against the bigger sides because they were very good against us too, in all fairness to them. So maybe they'll push up there too. But in early days in the season, the, the table is obviously going to change. But I think, look, William Rovers deep. They're one of those sides. They're in good form. Um, I think they, I was looking at their results and actually on the Southern League website, you can almost see the scorers of the of the players, the, the players who've scored the goals. There's one player called Owen, I believe, who scored a lot of goals for them. So we know it's going to be a tough test. We know they're going to come to Trungle and give us a good game. There's no doubt about that. They're one of the side who's top of the table, you know. So we, we've got no doubt it's going to be a really tough fixture. But what it is, Deeks, is another big chance to prove ourselves. We did it against Froome. We need to see that performance again. That was what Jake was hammering home in that, in sort of like the, the post-match huddle and in the interview too. We need to carry it on now. You know, there's been a few weeks of poor performances. We've stepped up against a big against a big opponent on Saturday. We've got to do it again against Willand. It's another big test. Um, but like I say, we like the big test. It's another chance to prove ourselves. And if we get a win there against the top of the table at Trungle, then that'll be fantastic. And also a league game at Trungle, um, <laughs> which which hasn't happened, if, if I'm not wrong, hasn't happened since the 26th of August Bye. against Bashley. Right. Which is uh, incredible. So I, I, this would actually be my first league game in the summer league. <laughs> I've watched Trangle this season, which is outrageous, actually, when you think about it. But there you go. Mm, yeah, Mags only played two league games at, at Trangle. So, yeah. uh, well, yeah. let's hope that home advantage, you know, Trangle yeah. does mean home advantage. Um, Willand, uh, they've played a few more home games than away games. So, uh, uh, yeah. and and obviously the trip down and all that. So we're hoping hoping yeah. they have a. A bumpy ride down, don't we? So, <laughs> I'm sure they will. Yeah. So, are you expecting many changes in the lineup, starting lineup from last Saturday, or is it pretty much, you know, going to be about the same? No injuries, I'm assuming or hoping. Um, no, I'd expect similar. There's some news, by the way, that Jack Calver could be close to a return. Ooh. He's hoping potentially on the bench Saturday. So let's see about that. I wouldn't say he's nailed on for the bench, but he's hoping. So it's either bench Saturday or the Saturday after. I think we're away to Melksham, if I'm not incorrect. So I mm-hmm. think it's, yeah, he's he's either going to be on the bench Saturday or the Saturday after, which is good news, obviously. So he's going to be coming back to full fitness. Other than that, I wouldn't expect many changes, actually. Um, we lined up with a new man in midfield, by the way, is something I must say, in Alex Cairo. Um, oh, yes. From, yeah. From, from Plymouth Parkway on Saturday. So he started, he'll be in the team um, he signed on a one-month loan. Um, so, um, obviously, that's a short-term thing, but he's in to help out for now. Uh, looks good on Saturday. I think it just sort of restored our shape, actually, on Saturday. We played with that 4-3-3 again where we just had, you know, three natural midfielders. I know we've almost been playing with, like, four attackers and someone like Josh Bissett almost, you know, sitting into midfield. But I think we had, you know, Paolo, Talon, and then Alex in there on the weekend. And it just gave us balance. It gave us control. So, I- I'd actually expect, you know, the same midfield three, Um against Willand on the weekend. And then up front, you've got Hayden Turner, uh, Jack Grevens and Mark Goldsworthy. But there's definitely players knocking knocking on the door there. I think Josh Bissett certainly as ever. Tim Nixon too is getting more, you know, regularity with the team now. I feel he's getting more, you know, up to speed with things, look, starting to look comfortable, create chances, getting the right areas. So he's coming close, to, I think, to a few starts too. Um, and then the back line, you know, you'd expect it to be similar. Josh also started centre-back actually on Saturday next to Max Hill with, with Ryan Barrett at, 
right back and Morgan Lewis at left back. So to be honest with you, Deeks, against this sort of side, top of the league, I'd expect a similar sort of side. But Alex Cairo's the the main man we have to talk about. He's in. Um, so what what sort of a midfield player is Alex then? Well, he's come to he's come to one of the ball. I think to be fair with with, with the way Miles will sign midfield players. They always look for the same sort of thing. You've got to be comfortable on the ball. You know, he's good at he's good at the tackle, regaining possession. And once he gets it, you know, he can pick a pass. You know, like I always I always say that when I look at Miles on midfield players, you have to be able to play the ball well, you know, and not just be like a you know, he's not somebody he's not somebody he's not a cruncher in midfield if you know he's hmm. you know, he's not, not you know huge in stature, but he's you know, very very slick with the ball, good ball control, can pick a pass, you know, spray passes either side, which is what he was doing on the weekend. So yeah, I think, and also to be fair, his first game, he only signed on Friday and played straight into a massive away game against Froome on Saturday. So now that he's got a weekend, he would have trained last night. I think we've got another training session Thursday. So he should be up to speed now. Um, and he just sits in there well, to be fair. Like on the weekend, we had sort of Paolo just, just in front of the defence. Then you sort of had Alex Cairo and Talon Mitchell just ahead of him. And it worked really well, actually. So gave us the balance, gave us the platform, really. So yeah, that's working well. Hmm. Okay. Um, I, I'm just a, a little bit worried about the, the, the fact that you said Jack Calver is nailed onto the bench. I hope he isn't physically nailed onto the bench because <laughs> his injury won't get any better. But uh, yeah, so all things looking good on that on that front. Attendance wise, what what would you want Saturday? You look at. I mean, I I'd be hoping for death above two hundred for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we had a few maybe slightly disappointing ones last time we were at Trungle against Tavistock, certainly. To be fair, in this sort of big game against one of the bigger sides in the league, top of the table, I'm looking for over 200 here, Deeks, really. 200 to 220 or so. Um, not sure how good the weather's going to be. I know, I know it's terrible today, isn't it? But <laughs> yeah. at, at time of recording. But yeah, I'd, I'd expect, I want over 200 really on Saturday. I think the club would agree. And it's our first game at Trungle for a while as well, um, yeah. by the way. So it feels like we haven't been home for ages. We mentioned not being at home in the league too. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm playing a, a side that's doing well in the league. So everyone should want to come and see how yeah. good they really are, isn't it? So uh, Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. It's that sort of game. You know, it, it brings intrigue, doesn't it? I'm intrigued about it. I think everyone's intrigued about, you know, how good are Will and Rovers? Are they the team to beat this season? Yeah. Well, and especially off the, the back of the game against Froome, it gives us a good chance to sort of compare in a way. So, yeah, it's exciting. It's obviously exciting. We've got some of the big games. I mean, people mentioned maybe we haven't played some of the bigger teams yet. So now we are. And it's a good test for us. And I think actually we thrive against some of the bigger teams sometimes. So, yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm hoping for a good day, gate deeks and you'd expect people to be down there. So let's, let's hope for that. Well, let's hope it's as exciting as you build it up to be, uh, uh, Pablo. And three points. Yeah, that's what we want. Three points. A statement win is what it would be. So let's go for that. OK, thanks very much. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's uh, well done to Pablo, by the way. Deeks, he's 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 been a, a top addition, mate, hasn't he? A top addition he's been, mate, to to the podcast dressing room, mate, hasn't he? But um, but yeah, it's it's not often, mate, where Mosel don't score in a game, really, Deeks, is there? You know, is you know, the, so it's obviously disappointing, but but to be honest, mate, it was a top five clash. Difficult place to go, mate, through, isn't it? I mean, no disgrace in that result, I don't think, mate. And just, you know, just heads up again, Dick, some massacre. You know, I'm sure if you asked Ashley, mate, you know, start the season, if you coming up to the end of October, mate, he would have took fifth place, mate, wouldn't he, Deeks? I think mm-hmm. top five. I mean, they've gone up a step, Deeks. It's a, it's a big jump, mate. You know, that that sort of five to four, isn't it, mate, is a, is a, is a big step, that is. You know, there's some good, 
some big massive clubs in there but but yeah you know I, I hope, just hope on Saturday takes the you know the sort of floating Cornish football public mate go and support Mosul really because it's a massive game in it against league leaders Will and mate and you know might just see him over the line Diggs you know uh, you know hopefully Pablo will get his 200 plus crowd Diggs and they can they can cheer the seagulls over the line to to a big three points Diggs hopefully mate yeah well that's right I, I, I don't know what the weather forecast is but um, but certainly uh, well, they haven't had that much league football down there at Trungle so far, have they? Only had two home games. So uh, uh, let's hope that the crowd are hungry to see some more football down there. And, uh, and yeah. as you say, fifth in the table, playing a side top of the table. Will and Rovers, let's remember that. That, uh, you know, top of the table are coming down to Trungle. So um, everything for everyone to turn out and watch a game. Penzance aren't playing at home. So, you know. What else can you do yeah. down that far west of the county? Go and watch Mansell. Exactly. exactly. Anyone from Ale to Land's End should be at Trungle on Saturday, mate, shouldn't they? Any football, any football lover from Ale to Land's End, they get yourself to Trungle on Saturday, mate. Isn't it, mate? I think. <laughs> well, what do you say <laughs> I think for? I mean, one moment you're confident, next well, moment yeah, you're hesitant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose they might support Ale and all those well, things. I, I did wonder that actually when you said it, but I. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't expect everyone to go, can I? I suppose. <laughs> but, no. the, but the floating fraternity, Dick, I'm thinking of the floating, you know, there's no bigger game down that way on Saturday, is it, Dick, no, to, that's, to go and watch? That's it? for sure. There's no bigger game down <laughs> in that corner of the county. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's Mosul against Willen Rovers, fifth against top. Um, get along and watch it as there will be many people watching teams in the Western League weren't there yeah there will there will what a good league mate what a good league that's right now um, just very quickly looking at last week's uh, results well there wasn't much good news to report coming out of uh, the Cornish clubs was it last Saturday no that's right (laughs) wasn't great Diggs was it wasn't great no, uh, as expect. Well, I don't know as expected, but we thought Soldash might have a tricky game at Buckland, and and that's what it proved to be. Going down four three, um, yeah. the St Blasey got a point at the yeah. you know from their trip at Welton, but no goals. Welton actually um, haven't scored in the last three league games now, so they're not finding the back of the net much. And surprisingly, St Blasey aren't either, are they? No, we said that last week, Dix, didn't we? About Blazy, you know, just can't see where a goal is coming from. You know, me and Sweeter were saying the the same with that Clevedon game. I, I mean, the Waltz made his debut, mate, didn't he? Yeah. So you know, that, yeah. that, that was good to see. Yeah, the Waltz and Cloakie up front. So I'm sure the goals will come, mate. But you know, decent point, Dix. But yeah, yeah, you just I don't know, mate. You know, every time I watch Blazy, I, I just think, where are those goals coming from? But Hopefully, you know, that'll happen now, mate. You know, you sort of kickstart their season a bit. But but not a bad point, Diggs, is it, on the road, mate, at the end of the day? No, I think we'd probably settle for that, be- you know, um, uh, before yeah. the game, that's for sure. The, the one surprise, I suppose, was uh, Falmouth going down at home to Shepton Mallet. Oh, no, mate. Westy's banned me, mate, from Bickland Court, <laughs> yes. Oh, top of the league, Diggs. I turn up, mate, and we lose 3-1. Yeah, I just, but to be honest, it was it was weird, mate. It was it was one of them games, mate, where 
you know, I spoke to Westy after and Tommy and all, mate, and and they were all right, really, mate. They they were. I mean, Falmouth didn't play that badly, Deeks. Really, it's just, it's just one of them games, mate. You get probably, you know, we've played a lot of football, Deeks. I mean, probably three or four times a season. I mean, they had seventy percent at least, mate, of the possession. Played some nice football. It's just like it was just like the final ball, Deeks. You know, didn't cut. And fair play to Shepton Mallet, mate. They they were throwing some bodies, you know, in front of. I mean, they 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 didn't have to hang on to that lead, mate. You know, I mean, with. You know they 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 did really play well. You got to give them some credit, but but as far as Town's concerned, mate, I, I think we played right, Deeks. You know the boys played quite well, played some nice football, didn't play badly, mate. It was just one of them games. You know we often puff, mate. Just just couldn't. You know got a goal back, and you thought, oh, was there enough time, mate? To, but you know all the all the play was up around the Czech the Malik goal last twenty minutes, Deeks. You know, and, and Czech the Malik were a bit clever, mate. They. They turned town around, mate. You know, so they were they were they weren't attacking the packet end second half, mate. Hmm. They'd done their own work, Dick. So, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, just just one of them days. It's a couple of mistakes, you know, at, at, the, at the at the other end, mate, and and we just couldn't sort of find the goals. But actual general play, mate. I think Westy would, you know, weren't and, and Tommy, mate. I don't think they'd be too disappointed with the way they played, mate. It's just one of them games that you get. You know, in a season, Deeks, you know, didn't play badly, but just just didn't get the result, really, mate. Right. Well, we're hoping to get Westy on in the minute, so we'll find out uh, from the horse's mouth as such. But um, yeah. fixtures coming up Saturday. Uh, well, there's only one in the league, isn't there? St. Blasey home to Bridgewater. Yeah. And that that could be a, yeah. an interesting afternoon, I think, for St. Blasey. They'll, uh, yeah. they'll have to be at their best, I think, would uh, probably be... The thing to say, I think, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think you're right, Diggs. Yeah, they, they could do uh, our other Cornish clubs a big favour, couldn't they, mate, on Saturday? If they if they could sort of get a couple of points off uh, Bridgewater, mate, couldn't they? Mm. But, uh, but, yeah, tough one, mate, isn't it? Like you say, tough ask, isn't it? But good luck to them, mate. Yeah, right. Uh, there's one Les Phillips Cup game. Uh, that's Millbrook. They're at home to Brixham, which again yeah. isn't going to be very easy for Millbrook. Obviously, in the league, Millbrook what played ten now, still looking for their first point. Uh, Brixham, a bit of a surprise side, aren't they? Um, obviously, coming up promoted yeah. from the Peninsula, and they're in, currently in third place in the league table, so doing well. Very well, Dick. Yeah, well-run club, mate, isn't they, Brixham, I think, mate, isn't they? Uh, yeah, I think they've, you know, since they've, they're, they're sort of newish club, really, mate, isn't they? You know, obviously, they the two clubs formed, Dick's, didn't it? You know, mm. and yeah, yeah, I mean, the, the, you've got to say, mate, since they've since they've done that, it's, it's an impressive little setup up there, Dick's, isn't it? You know, we went up there, mate, didn't we? couple of seasons ago and yeah, I think they're a club on definitely a, an ambitious club on the up mate and they bricks and digs yeah. I think okay so that means the remaining sides are involved in FA Vaz action and uh, well we got Helston top of the table after their um, their yeah. what was it 8-0 win at Millbrook 8-0 uh, yeah no trick sticks no hat tricks in that game. That's the only thing I was surprised to. When I saw eight 0 I thought, I wonder which one of the front three's got a hat trick, and, and none of them did, mate. Did they? <laughs> no, that's right. Well, Ricky wasn't playing, so um, he was. No, that's true. He didn't get on, was he? <laughs> no. Crowd of eighty-eight, which I thought was actually quite good for Millbrook. I was, um, you know, pleased to yeah. see a few going through the old the the entrance yeah. gate there. So that was good. Um, so. Yeah. 
Saturday, Helston, they're home to Longlevens. Um, Hellenic Premier, yeah. 16th in the table out of 20, so got to be yeah. a home win, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, Deeks. I remember Webby's goal, that was against Longlevens, wasn't it, Deeks? That wonder goal from Webby at, at Falmouth, you know, in the in the Vars a few years ago. Oh, was that Longlevens? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just remembered that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, when, I think they, I think they took. They come down to. Did they take down to extra time, mate? Didn't yeah, they? went to extra time. That's right. Um, yeah. In fact, they were winning, weren't they? And Falmouth got a late equaliser, yeah. didn't they? <clears throat> that's right, mate. I think Webby's goal was the equaliser, Deeks, wasn't it? Yeah. That uh, you know, I think they were. At the, well, yeah, the packet end, mate. There was there were scenes, mate, weren't there? Scenes in that packet. End. I think some football league clubs, mate, didn't have an atmosphere like Bickland had that day, mate. Didn't they? <laughs> On, when that goal went in, flipping no. it, mate. Yeah. So I've uh, I've watched that, watched that goal a few times. Sorry, Deeks. Yeah, no. Well, I think all of us have. Um, now, home win. Yeah, yeah, I think so, mate. I, I can't see Alston, you know, on the back of a, you know, big, you know, confidence boosting result as well, Deeks. I can't see Alston not winning that one, Deeks. To be fair, mate. Okay. Yeah. Sordash against Portishead Town. Portishead top of the table, but West, yeah. Western Division One, so a step lower, but they're going well. Yeah, that's it, Deeks. I think with teams like that, mate, even though they're league lower, you know, if they're top, they've got that momentum, Deeks, haven't they? And sort of self-confidence. And, you know, I think they'll go to Salt Ash fancying themselves, Deeks, mm. wouldn't they? I think, you know, in their current form. You know, I listen, do you listen to the Western League podcast, Deeks? You know, uh, the what? You know, when I can. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, filth, mate. Who? Filth. Who? But, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's Ian say at the end, mate? Um, that was that was Westy, and I thank him for his time. Funny, mate. He says at the end, <laughs> I thank him. <laughs> yeah, I thank him for his time. But um, no, I do listen to West. You know, when when I finish listening back to errors, obviously, Dick's, you know the the main one, the main one, mate. But I do, yeah. And and, and I think Portishead manager was on there the other day, Dick, saying how well they're doing and everything. So I think they will go to to I was going to say Kimberley then, Dick's, but I've got. <laughs> But it's the waterways, and it make waterways, is it? I hope it's not waterways on Saturday, Dicks, and it's still on. But, mm. but um, yeah, now I, I think they'll go there, Dicks, full of confidence, Portishead. But but they're going to come away disappointed, mate, aren't they? Yes, yes, I like yeah. your, I like your confidence. That's right. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Tour point uh, obviously missed out last yeah. Saturday. Uh, unfortunately. You, you know, yeah. news coming out of Barnstable, so their their game was um, postponed. So they're back in action on Saturday, straight back into action, and it's a FA Vars for them as well. Portland United, yeah. no, they're seventh in the Wessex Premier. Yeah, yeah, it's slightly tougher, mate, isn't it? You know, bit bit of a tougher game, I think that one, mate, for twelve point. But I think they're probably, you know, the week's rest might have done them. Might have done them good, really, Diggs. Maybe you know, done done hurt to have a little sort of you know, put your feet up and you know, have a bit of a breather this time of the season. And yeah, I think they'll come out flying. Yeah, I think to a point will win. It'll be a hard game that one, I think, Diggs. But I think to a point will come through, Diggs. I think, mate. Right. You know, if it's got to go extra time and all, mate. At least they've had a rest, mate, haven't they? Yeah. You know, going yeah. into it. Yeah. That's, that's uh, yeah. very true. And then on Tuesday, um, we'll come back to the one we've missed out in the Vaz in a minute. But uh, Tuesday, Les Phillips Cup, um, well, Torpoint in action again up at Buckland. Um, 
They, yeah. They've been there already this season twice, haven't they? In the league and the <laughs> FA Cup. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, mate. Yeah, Roy, Roy, well, Ryan had four, mate, didn't he, in that first game up there, didn't he? Yeah. Had all four, four goals. But yeah, I think they got their revenge, didn't they, in the second game, mate? I think to a point, I think, um, yeah, I think they changed the team around a bit, though, mate, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, but stuff for that one. But, but yeah, and then. Well, obviously, I know what you're going to say next. It's, it's, it's the massive one, isn't it? You don't know what I'm going to say next because I'm going to say that on Wednesday it's St. Blasey against Saltash oh, well. in the Les Phillips Cup. Yeah, that'd be a good game, mate, wouldn't it? That'd be a decent game. <laughs> I think that'd be a good game to see where both teams, you know, for, for Macca, you know, and the Blasey boys, mate, wouldn't it? You know, like, I think that'll be a sort of good game to see, see where they are, mate, don't you? Really, mate, both teams, you know, yeah. sort of. Yeah, I think that'll be a decent cup tie, that one, at Blaze Park, mate. Yeah. Worth a look. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so that's... Working, I'm working, Dick. Working. Oh, hang on. We've got West Andrew Westcott trying to ring me. So let's see if this works. Hang on a sec. So we're in the midst, actually, of talking about the Western League. And, um, well, first of all, what happened Saturday? Yeah, rare, uh, rare defensive... Uh lit for us really we didn't cover ourselves in glory where we've been so consistent and strong this year you know I think we've only conceded three goals or maybe four goals in the league all season and then uh, you know found ourselves 3-0 down at half time and you know always always going to be a challenge um, but you know gifting gifting size goals is, is never ideal and uh, yeah we just found it hard to get back into the game probably scored too late you know 15 minutes to go Probably a bit too much to do, and not you know we we definitely had chances, um, definitely dominated the ball. But unfortunately, as we know, it's it's all about being sharp in both boxes. And on the Saturday, we weren't. Mm. Is it is it true that you're actually thinking about banning Rappo because he was there? <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those things, and it can't be. I'm more disappointed for him, really, because obviously it was such a great day for him, and uh, it would have been fantastic if we'd won. And, Probably would have given that clubhouse that extra, probably you know, extra five percent. But you know, can't deta- uh, take away anything this day. It was a great day for him. No, Saturday FA Vars um, trip to Ferrum Town, isn't it? Sorry, yeah. Westy, by the way, mate. Sorry, mate. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, we had something. Similar. We had something similar actually when we um, when we had the the, the the treble side down in for '97. If you remember, it was when we played. Yeah. Uh, when we played Blazy, the year we actually won the treble. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, three-two, mate, wasn't it? That was the only game we lost all season at home. So yes, was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's weird how it goes like that sometimes, but um, yeah, it is what it is, mate. But but yeah, getting back to the bars on Saturday, it's, it's nice to play a completely new side. You know, historically we've always we've always really enjoyed the bars and you know their great days, but. Well, I must admit, I did hear what you said last week with uh, with Macca. Actually, like the Vaz has probably lost that, probably lost that uh, that shine a little bit because we we travel so much, and uh, you know I think Saturday's such an early start for us. We're leaving at seven o'clock in the morning, and you know it'll be a long old day. But you know I'm, I'm pleased that we're playing against someone different. We were just Rapp and I were just talking about the Jack Weber goal from uh, when you played. Was that against Long Levens? Was, yeah. And was that the equaliser or was that the winning goal? That was the equaliser, yeah. So yeah. I think I think we were two 0 down, and you know the game was 
was Dad and Barry, wasn't it? I think the fourth official had put the the added time board up, you know, whatever it was, four minutes or something, and then we got a lifeline with Braben scoring a penalty, and then you know what it's like if you score in the last couple of minutes, it's always chaos, and then <laughs> Webby just pulls that out of the bag in the dying seconds, and. Uh, managed to win it in extra time so yeah it was a great great day great goal and you know, definitely days you look back on and, and you know you still talk about it to this day that's mm. th- that's got to be one of your best memories in the Vaz isn't it oh 100% yeah it's got to be up there the 5-1 Houston win away was uh, was another good one as well so you know we've had some great days yeah. in the Vaz you know some really really good ones so you know, we beat we beat Clevedon, you know, back at Bigden. You know, obviously, majority of our good days have all probably been at home. But um, you know, Clevedon at the time of Western League beating them was a was a good statement for us. We beat Bradford Town. Um, we've had some great. I think we had those two two years running. We played uh, Christchurch away. You know, I think we lost we lost on penalties in the COVID year. Um, you know, that was a it was a great game. You know, unfortunately, fall short, but. You know, we, we played, uh, I think it was Hamworthy with the, the goal that never was when Braben scored the goal, but the, yes. the, the goal moved on oh, wheels. Yes, yeah. <laughs> never, never gave it. So, you know, well, you look at Hamworthy now, it's a shame that they folded, haven't they? So, hmm. uh, you know, it's great. It's great to test yourself against these sides. And, and I think, you know, looking at Saturday, I think their manager is, is it Graham Ricks, the ex-Arsenal yeah. player. So, um, you know, that'd be great. I've had a look on you know, as much as you can research them, but I had a little look and their ground looks a great little setup and as expected, we've got loads going up on the bus, so you know, hopefully it should be a great day. Rappel, you got any questions for him? No, I think Westy summed it all up, mate, you know, perfectly about last Saturday, mate. You know, like you know, the boy, like Westy said, mate, we had seventy percent of the game deeks. The, the boys didn't play too badly, really. It was just they scored at the right times, and like Cam, you know, Cam scored a penalty last week, Westy didn't he? And you know, missed that one right on half time, and you know, if that went in, you know, might have been a slightly different team talk, mate, mightn't it? But you know, and second half we was knocking on the door, mate. You know, didn't didn't play that badly just, just that final ball like Westy on it you know and, and like exactly right mate you know we just scored a bit too late didn't we the the goal we got so you know I think I think Town can go into the game mate still still full of confidence still you know it was only a little blip mate and you know we're having a great season and you know got to say you know Westy you know proud of him mate you know I've known him since he was a little ball boy mate at Falmouth and you know what what you've done mate on and off the field for the club mate is is fantastic mate and you know um you know well, I, I can't say enough good words about you mate you know but but uh w- wouldn't surprise me if we go up there mate and and make it another memorable day for town on Saturday Deeks really yeah it's an important week for us really I suppose you know you don't want to get too too look too far ahead but you know obviously uh you know, the start of the month, you know, beating Buckland, Wendron and Street, you know, was, was three big wins for us. Disappointing blip, like you said, but we can't we can't dwell on it too much because obviously Saturday's important for us. You know, then go straight into the Houston game on Tuesday, which, you know, it's not like us to get Houston in the Cup. So, you know, something new for all of us. And then, uh, and then uh, obviously Barnstable away on uh, the following Saturday. So, you know, the, the games come thick and fast in the Western League, which is great. You know, this is why we want to be in this league to be playing against top sides, big games, and uh, you know, hopefully we can, like you said, bounce back quick. Because, like you said, we did we did more than enough to win that game on Saturday. You know, yeah. And we miss 
we've hit the bar twice, you know, bought two off the line, you know, yeah. chances in and around the box. So, you know, there was no uh no no panic stations and just uh just ah. re- reset and re go again. Right, well, thanks very much, Westy, for coming on. Um, we're going to hear from Matty Cusack now. What, 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 what's your before we do? What's your thoughts on the Les Phillips Cup and the fact that it is regionalised and you end up playing the same teams early on? Uh, not a fan of it. I, I love, I love cup competitions. Uh, I understand why they do it. I, you know, I, I totally get it, but I just feel like, you know, to regionalise it. <laughs> just almost takes the shine off it a little bit but you know, you know you, that's where you've got to give Matty and Housing's credit because you know for them to win it last year they had to beat some top sides didn't they and uh, you know you compare that to say you know group four or whether you know they're all western one sides you know they've probably got an easier path I guess in it you know I suppose it's all relative because they've got to beat sides in and around their ability at their, at their level but you know from our point of view it's just it's just frustrating playing the same side year in, year out. And, you know, I suppose that's when away we used to love, you know, we used to love playing in the old, um, what do you call it, the Graveyard Cup, the Walter Parsons <laughs> Cup. Yeah, field, you know, that was an open cup for both leagues, East and West, and that was great. You know, again, we had some we had some great draws and that, some great games. So in one hand, I get it, but in the other hand, it almost sort of takes away because obviously the FA Cup's regionalised, the FA Vars are regionalised. You know the senior cup now. I suppose you're taking you know Malzo out with it. You know it's becoming less and less teams now, isn't it? That's almost becoming a league cup. Um, so yeah, like I said, it just sort of takes the shine off it. But you know it, it is what it is. I think I think it's a grave diggers cup. Grave diggers. Yeah. What did I say? Graveyard. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> right. Well, thanks for coming on, Westy, and good luck Saturday. And uh, may it be a good game against Helston. Thank you very much, mate. Looking forward to it. Cheers, Westy. Good luck Saturday, mate. And hopefully see you next Tuesday, bud. Yeah, look forward to it, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Take care, mate. Thanks to Westy there for coming on and um, having a three-way chat on the podcast. So we'll see how that sounds. And uh, if it sounds okay, we'll give it another go uh, perhaps this season. In the meantime, though, let's go to, uh, well, the manager that he's up against on uh, Tuesday, that, of course, is Matt Cusack, Helston. Let's talk about your season so far and, of course, FA Vaz on Saturday. So, uh, first question, season so far, pleased with it? Yeah, I think it's hard not to be uh, pleased with it, Dave. Good evening, mate. Um, yeah, obviously, currently sat top of the table. Uh, yes, we played one more game uh, than the likes of Bridgewater, but... Yeah, delighted to be sat top of the table and obviously we're still alive in each of the cup competitions bar the FA Cup. Uh, but, you know, realistically, we're never going to win that one anyway. So um, we didn't do as well in, in that one this year as we did last year. But, yeah, I'm delighted to obviously still be in the Vars. And then we've got, obviously, the, the Les Phillips coming up and the Senior Cup as well. Uh, so, so yeah, it's going to be a busy month. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, now, the league... Um campaign who's been your toughest opposition would you say so far um the toughest opposition uh well obviously we lost that home to to Barnstable the other week and um you know I I think we had a really off day and and they totally deserved the victory so so it's um you know there's no excuses from me on the day we we, we were we were well beaten on that day um but but it was a, an off day and out of character day for many many players 
uh, and we've we've hardly seen that this season. You know, the, the lads have been great. So you would probably have to say um, them. Uh, Bridgewater were very good, and uh, they were very good. You know, particularly in that first half, and we were probably fortunate to be sort of two one up half time in that game. If I'm being brutally honest, I thought it was more of an even affair. Uh, but second half, we were we were ruthless and uh, we managed to take the game away from them. I think we beat them 5-1 in the end. But um, so, so, yeah, so, so they're always, you know, you know tough, tough games. Um, but we, we've got, you know, three tough games coming up and, and, and the next three games. So Saturday, we've got the Vaz and then Tuesday, we've got Falmouth away in the Les Phillips Cup, which is obviously the cup that we currently hold. And then uh, after that, we go to Buckland away. So we've got three tough games coming up and, and we're fully aware of that. And... Uh... The, the the Les Phillips Cup, um, I, I suppose as holders, it makes it even more important to put in a good show when you start to defend it, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, when you win any sort of title in, in any sport, I think you want to try and retain that, that, that title, it, you know, as and when you can. And, you know, at the very first sort of hurdle this season, we've been drawn away at Falmouth, who are our arch rivals, um, <laughs> because obviously the, the close proximity of the two clubs, um, so I'm sure, um, you know, Bickland Park will be uh, packed out next week and uh, it'll be a, a, a classic cup tie, I'm sure. Do you get a bit frustrated with the format of the Les Phillips Cup? Because obviously you, you seem to play the local, well, you do play the local clubs, isn't it? That's, that's the way it's decided. Do you think it should be opened up a bit more or what? Uh, I can see why they do it. They probably do it to try and reduce sort of travelling costs for clubs. And at a time where we're living in, you know, a cost of living crisis, um, I think it does have some merit. But on the flip side of that, you're absolutely right. It does mean that location-wise, you're going to be drawn against the same type of teams year in year out. And you know, I, I don't think we'd probably want to play Falmouth any more so than they'd want to play us after meeting them four or five times last season. So, um, so yeah, I mean that that is a frustration, but. It is what it is. It's the format of that competition. And, um, you know, if you want to win any sort of cup, then you've got to beat the best teams. And right now, Falmouth are going really well um, in the league as well. Wesley's doing a great job. And, uh, yeah, so so it is what it is. But, but yeah, I, I, I can kind of see arguments both ways, really. Hmm. OK. So, Saturday, FA Vars, home to Long Levens. Tell me about them. You probably know as much as I do, Dave. <laughs> I mean, it's not a club that, that I've, I've met before. Um, I mentioned Falmouth just now. I know they played them a couple of seasons ago. Uh, we've had them watched, um, but you know it's cup football. Anything can happen on the day. Uh, they, I, I do know that they're in the sort of lower half of their table, um, but but you know I, I don't know the context of their club. I don't know the context of their team. It might well be that they've started this league campaign with like key players or key, key personnel missing due to injury or no back. I, I don't know. So uh, we're not going to worry too much about them. We're just going to worry about you know our own camp and making sure. Uh, that 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 we're you know fully ready to go um, and to go and attack this competition. I've said it many times. I feel like clubs down here should be doing really well in the FA Vaz. We've got some great non-league teams down here at this level, and and, and I do feel you know I think Brixham got to last 16 last year, and uh, you know I do feel like you know we we should be doing better, not just our club, but but every club in this location. So um, so yeah, we just got to make sure that that we're right for the for the occasion and. Um, you know, do everything that it takes, anything and everything that it takes to make sure that we're in the hat for the next round. And everyone fit and available and eligible? Yeah, yeah. We've had a bit of a, a mad time with stag do season, but, uh, but everybody's back this weekend. So um, we'll have a, a full quota of players to select from. 
And um, but you know we're, we're going to look to manage that squad over the next three games. Um, it's unlikely to be the same starting eleven for each of those three games. The lads are aware of that. So you know whatever game time they're given, it's really important that they maximise their their opportunity and their time on the pitch. And uh, have you decided on your front? Well, I'm going to say front pair for Saturday. Have you decided on that yet? No, no, not yet. No, not yet. Um, obviously, we'll train tonight and then we'll assess everything. Um, you know, we'll, we'll check on everybody and then um, Dan and I make a plan uh, ahead of the, the weekend. Um, obviously, the, the, they're all going well. Uh, you know, I think Rick's got 40. He wasn't there last weekend, but but he, he's on about 14 goals, I think. And Curtis is on 12. Uh, Rubes is on on eight, I think. So so he's just shy of the double figures. Um, he's probably had slightly less game time than the other two, um, you know, for one reason or another. But but they're all you know contributing, and um, the, you know that the, the, they they've all done really really well across you know many games. So um, so whoever we pick, I think what's nice about it this season is you know that they've all got competition in one another. Um, so they're pushing one another, which is raising the performance levels at the top end of the pitch. And it's not just their goals, it's their overall contribution. They're all contributing a lot more now in terms of their all-around game. Obviously, I didn't work with Curtis last year, um, but we knew that he would bring that anyway. But certainly Rick Rubes um, are contributing more um, for the team, um, you know, just in their general play, which is great. And you know I'm going to ask you this. Can you ever see the day when you play all three? Yeah, certainly. Um, I think if we're losing in the game and I've got the option there to stick an extra one on, I will. So, um, so yeah, there, there will be a time where, where we look to do it. But I think just the, the, the way we play and the profile of players they are, um, I, I don't think it would work as sort of just like a, like a wide front three, for example. Um, so, so yeah, so, so I, I think we will do it um, if we've got to chuck the kitchen sink at it, as they say, and get ourselves back in, in a tie or a league game, whatever it might be. Uh, um, yeah, we will see them all on the pitch at some point, but um, I, I don't think it would be conducive to the way we play right now. Um, just just to do it, just because we've got three top strikers, you know, and so we want to keep that competition for places. Uh, but what I would say is that their attitude has been absolutely spot on, and, and whilst we don't want any player to be happy when they're made to be a sub, and, and they certainly haven't been, that their attitude has, has been, and the, you know, the levels of professionalism that they've demonstrated has been fantastic. And that, you know, when they're coming on, and I, I think two of them have come on and scored at tricks. Yeah. Um, at some point in the season so it just you know it, it's kind of like two fingers up to me but at the same time it's great for the team yeah. um, so um, but but yeah you know the, the, their attitude has been spot on around it and, and I think they, they're all coming to understand that it's a squad game and that's always been the way that I've worked that you know you, if you're going to be successful you're not going to do it at 11 you need to have a squad throughout a season and, and so they will all play their part in that and, and they have done so far and long may it continue hmm. Now I must let you go because as you said it's training tonight is it no, this season you don't seem to be playing so many midweek games. So is training a, a yeah. tougher session or what? Um, yeah, well, we were training. Uh, obviously, in the pre-season, you train a couple of times a week. And then that tends, like most clubs, to go down to sort of once a week during the season. Um, the venue that we had um, allowed us to, to train up until sort of the, the October point. We were training for you know a good hour and a half a session, um, which was good. So, but now they've just started their winter bookings. So we're kind of pegged back a little bit for an hour, but that's on court time. But we'll meet a little bit ahead of time anyway, just so we can you know, warm up for and maximise the time on court. So, um, but yeah, we, you know, we don't make it. Uh, I think I said this to you before. Yeah, we're a lot done with the ball these days. I think you can still get mm. those physical returns um, using the ball. Um, you know, given that we've just got the hour, I certainly don't want to spend 45 minutes of it, of it running. Do you know what I mean? So, 
Um, yeah, everybody works differently, but but that, that's um, that's that's what we'll do. We'll, we'll get the, the balls out. The lads will be working the whole time, pretty much. Um, but but yeah, a lot of it will involve a ball ahead of the weekend. And it's outdoors, is it? You train? Yeah, yeah, it's outdoors. Yeah, it's on a three G. So uh, we've got about half a pitch, which again is standard for for most clubs and teams. Um, so yeah, we make the space work, and um, we've got good, you know, good quota numbers there tonight, um, which, which is usually the case. And say competition for places high, so um, so it, you know means that we we can put on a productive session for the lads, and um, you know again their their attitudes are always spot on on the pitch, so and on the training ground as well. So um, so yeah, looking forward to it, and uh, and then looking even more so, you know, ahead to the weekend, uh, hopefully. Um, it won't just be our club, but hopefully you know, all the all the sides from our league and the corner sides can do well in this competition. Yeah, well, enjoy the training tonight. The weather is is a little bit against you, I think, but uh, but um, I'm sure you will enjoy. It. And uh, good luck Saturday. Cheers, Diggs. Appreciate it, mate. Take care. Bye bye. You know, as as with former, I think Diggs, I think Alston with with a bit of luck, mate, could could probably go deep in the competition, Deeks, don't you? I mean, who's he, I mean, he's got some great options, mate, and he's especially going forward with those three strikers, mate, if they stay injury-free. Can't be met many better sides at step five level with with much better strength in depth, I don't think, than Alston Deeks, you know, and, and obviously a fantastic young manager. Mate. I mean, we just spoke to Westy Deeks, I mean, you know, how lucky are we really in this area, mate, you know, in the form of Alstonair to have two, in my opinion, mate, two of the best young managers Deeks like going, isn't they? Hoosie and Westy, mate. You know, you know, I, I just hope both clubs can keep those guys for as, for as long as possible, mate, because I think if, if Westy stays at form, I think Hoosie stays at Alston, mate, you know, I, th- I think the only way's up, really, mate, you know, and I think they're both destined for, for bigger things in the future, Dick. So hopefully they can they can do it, you know, with, with, with those clubs, mate, you know, with a bit of luck. But but um, but no, I think a couple of decent draws, Dick, you know, like on, on the Monday dinner times and all, mate. And, you know, a, a few a few of our teams could, could have a really good run in this, I think, Dick, don't you, this year, mate, hopefully? Yeah, well, Matt says, doesn't he, that he, he feels that actually the Cornish clubs perhaps should be doing a bit better in the Vaz than they have done over recent yeah. years. Um, we could do with a, a season of uh, success in it, couldn't we? Yeah, we yeah, it's been a bit barren, isn't it, Deeks? Uh, you know, like the last sort of few years, mate. Isn't it? I know, you know, to a point, got to the last sixteen a while back, Deeks. And now, obviously, over the years, we've had like Falmouth get to a couple of quarters and all, and Troro like winning it, mate. But but yeah, we haven't had a lot, mate. Obviously, St Austell getting to that epic semi final and everything, mate. But apart from from that lot, really, Deeks, it is hard to pick too much out, mate, in it, of teams, you know, having, you know, because we've got a lot of good players down here, mate, and we we're, were, I think we're underrated, mate, aren't we, you know, in, in the country, really, digs for some of the footballers and teams we've got down here, so, yeah, it'd be brilliant if, if sort of one or two of our teams could, could have a really good run and, and get to the last sort of 16 or 8 digs, wouldn't it, you know, get a bit of interest in the Vaz, I think. Yeah, it certainly will be, and, uh, well, let's hear from. Let's move on now to the uh, Southwest Peninsula League, and uh, guess what we're talking the Phil Hiscox about? <laughs> Cup football. Yeah, plenty of that, Dick, isn't there? We were dominated by the Cup last weekend, and of course, this looking ahead to this weekend, it's a uh, return of the FA Vars. Yes. Now, the League Cup. Um, were there any shocks? Any surprises or not? 
I don't know. Were there any shops? <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult it? because you've got to do the relative strengths of the two divisions. I mean, I suppose that the shock of the team that won team of the week were Dartmouth because they hadn't won a single game at all. That said, they were at Launceston, who were fairly low in the West. So it was it was always a potential possibility that Dartmouth could get a result there. Um, but I suppose that on that, that's probably as close as you come to an absolute shock. What about that Camelford 4, Torrington 1 result? Was that... A- mm, Torrington aren't, aren't great. No, they didn't overly surprise me. You know, Torrington are bottom third of the East Division. Oh, I know one. I've got one. I've got one. Tinmouth beating Dob Walls. I was there. I was there. What what an odd game. <laughs> game of two halves, as somebody once said. Uh, Tinmouth, everything they did in the first half just went for them. They, they, they scored a couple of, you know, ordinary goals as it were uh, and then at 2-0 uh, I don't know what the Dobbles goalkeeper was thinking I don't know quite what the Tim of striker was thinking um, but the, the Tim the Dobbles goalkeeper had gone walkabout the ball was in his own half and Jack Baxter just hoofed it and it went so high it seemed to sort of stay in the sky. Everybody was away watching it. Well, where's that going to go? And of course, yes, it went above the keeper's head and nestled nicely in the back of the net. Oh, no. It got to be at least 60 yards. At least 60 yards. <laughs> really? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess actually on the trajectory of going up and down, <laughs> it wouldn't have been far short of 80 yards from boot to, to, to goal. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, uh, and and that sort of really summed it up for Dobbles there. And then, I have to say that they lost their way a little bit. They had a, a silly sending off. Lad already on a yellow card. Can't keep the ball in for a, a throw in, or you know, to avoid a throw in. And then, as the ball's gone across the line, he hoofs it out the ground. <laughs> uh, and the referee just sort of looks at him and says, well, yeah, "You know where you're going." Oh dear, <laughs> yeah, no. needless, needless, uh, needless. Frustration, yeah. frustration yeah. as well. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, yeah, and doubles. <laughs> I'll probably get the blame for it now because I was. That was the first time I'd seen doubles this season. They probably won't want to see me again. <laughs> no, that's right. Because <laughs> they've been doing very well, but on, on Saturday they, they they say nothing went for them. All right. And uh, only the one game with penalties. Yes. And, and again, that's the law of SOD, isn't it? That um, the referee was late arriving due to an accident in the Glen Valley. Because, of course, O'Captain wouldn't have gone that way. They would have gone mm. down the A30 and, and, you know, either Camelford and across or, or bobbing and up, wouldn't they, to get to yeah. Weybridge? They, they wouldn't have gone on the Glen Valley. No. Um, but the referee did. Uh, so that kicked off at 3.15 because the referee was late. And then, as I did joke with the referee afterwards, it was the only tie that went to extra time and penalties. <laughs> it finished so late. I, I came back from Tinmouth, uh, looked at my little dog, Toby, and looked at the the fact they were only half-time extra time and decided to take him for a walk before <laughs> I sat and did the website. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say you had time to have tea or something. but uh... Well, no, no. But with, you know, instead of having his walk after I'd done the, the results on the website, I took him for a walk and then came home. And to be honest, they were still in the penalty shoot out then when I still sat at my desk waiting for them. All right. But uh, in the end, the holders went through. So um, now you were yes. going to make the draw, weren't you, at the holders' home? But we obviously were, that was scuppered. Yeah. That was scuppered, and and I'm not holding my breath on Honiton clubs and being on tomorrow night, Friday night, because the weather's pretty bad. And Honiton is is one of these sort of very flat, low lying pitches. You know, that, that we've all got them in in each division, haven't we? Where mm. there are some that are more susceptible to postponement. So, 
Um, I'm either going to see where I end up on Saturday and whether that's possible, whether there's people there to, to help me do the draw, because I, I like it to be done neutral. Or failing that, next midweek, I am. I haven't seen Sticker this season, and they're at St. Orstall next Wednesday, and St. Orstall tend to always play, don't they? Yeah. Um, so, so that's the the fallback. It will be done no later than next Wednesday. Right. Okay. So we got that draw to look forward to. Um, where, where you mentioned you you were at the Timmouth Doubles game. Where else have you been this week? Uh, Tuesday, I had a day off, as it were. I had a, a bit of a ground hopping. Uh, a friend of mine who, who likes to go to grounds he hasn't been to, and I had never been to Cribs. Of course, years ago were Western League, and the last couple of years they've been Hellenic League. They they won the Hellenic League last season. And they're now in the same division as Mauser, aren't they? In the Southern League, mm-hmm. South and West. Um, and I saw them play Polton Rovers, who, with the revised league table, after Hamworthy being, um, their results being expunged, are bottom. And I, I, I guess Polton will want to see me again because the manager resigned <laughs> afterwards as well. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, yeah, it was okay. The hospitality was excellent. <laughs> the game wasn't anything special. <laughs> so when, when you go to these games, uh, obviously uh, other league involvement, do you still get the, the halftime cup of tea? Don't, I don't ask. I don't ever ask for it. I mean, uh, I know years ago, and uh, rest in peace to the old poor poor boy, Mike Wilson, the, the, the old chairman, of the yeah. South, sorry, treasurer of the old South West League. Yeah. He used to write on headed paper to, when he was going to other games and, and almost request a car parking space and everything. <laughs> I always thought what a pompous would <laughs> <laughs> I, I take the view that, you know, if, if I pay, I pay. So, but yeah. actually they, 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 they spotted me and, oh, Phil, you must come in. You must come in. And I had a good old chat, actually, with, with some of the, the boys there. It was, it was lovely, yeah. yeah. But there is a certain, I mean, away from the pitch, there's always been that sort of comradeship in grassroots football, hasn't there? Mm. So, and, and then, of course, Wednesday, I should, like I say, I should have gone to Oakhampton, um, couldn't. Uh, I could never have got to Weybridge. I had a lift from Plymouth Station to Dobbles, except, of course, uh, because of the, the, the storms, the, the railway line at Dawlish and Timmouth on the seawall was closed. Oh, no. <laughs> so there were no trains to get to Plymouth to get the lift. So, so if, if they're not on strike, it's, not. it's the weather that beat. It was the weather this time, yeah, yeah. They weren't on strike, but uh, no trains between uh, uh, Exeter and Newton Abbey, and, and well, I think basically very few trains beyond Exeter because of the line being closed there. Right. So, a, 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 well, relatively quiet week for you then, um, but a, a busy Saturday. Well. You mentioned already, um, actually, well, fingers crossed, there might be a Friday night game this week. Yeah, yeah, I have my doubts. I've already, we're speaking on Thursday morning and I've already had the Honiton chairman on the phone. So. Oh, dear. <laughs> so, oh, right, okay. <laughs> um, I, I just advised him to, to speak to the match day referee and make some arrangements. No, no it's not off yet, but um, but oh, clearly they, they wouldn't be making those arrangements if they thought it was going to be plain sailing. Mm. Um, so... Uh, yeah, so probably we're on Saturday and then we've got a mixture and we have uh, Vars and league action. Yeah. Now, FA Vars, obviously uh, always a, an exciting time when the, the rounds, early rounds come around. But, yeah. you know, we've got a mixture this time, haven't we? We've got, what, one, two, three, four, five, six ties. Um, yeah, the draw, seven teams. Uh, yeah, that's right. So we're guaranteed one team going through, aren't yeah. we? Yeah, yeah. So Torrington, I've... I, I, I would put the pressure on St. Austell, but I, I would start them as firm favourites. 
to go through. So, so that's the the, the West versus East tie. Uh, the other six, uh, sorry, the other five ties. Mm, you could make an <laughs> argument that we're underdogs in every one of them. But yes. I would, I, at the end of the day, I would, I would be disappointed if we lost all of them. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. They could go. All of them could go either way. I think. Um, yes. Let's yeah. start alphabetically, so there's no bias at all. Yeah. Bart's to war against Oakhampton. Yes, now that's the game I intend going to. Right. Uh, there is no train strike and, and there's no sea, sea wall between Exeter and Barnstable <laughs> on that line. It's, it's all across country. Uh, so Barnstable, Oakhampton, yeah. Ordinarily, Barnstable doing very well at step five. Okay, Oakhampton are a bit of a cup team, but you would you would tip Barnstable, but there's something fishy going on at Barnstable, isn't there? It's not, <laughs> not for us to, to, yeah. to, to, to put the rod out there too much, but... Um, away from tragedies and all the rest of it, the manager's gone this week. So mm. that's facts. It's, let's talk facts. Yeah. Uh, the manager has left and gone to Oldham Abertonian. So that, that, there's clearly, just from a football point of view, there's going to be somebody different in the dressing room. Um, so Oakhampton have got to try and sort of capitalise on that, haven't they? Yeah. And Oakhampton are a cup team this season. Certainly you know, not a league team, anyway, that's for sure. No, no, no. The league, league form is, is pretty poor, to be honest. Um, but, but, Cup-wise, they've already beaten three step five teams this season. <laughs> yeah, so, crazy, you know, it's, it's just another one would be the answer to that one. Yeah. So, so, yeah, you've got to think that's a chance. Uh, Bobby Tracy at Hamworthy. Ooh, Hamworthy uh, doing very well. Hamworth, no, this is Hamworthy it's, Recreation. Now, would, yes, would they have... Club than, yeah, different would, club than Hamworthy United, who were Southern League. But would, might club. they have benefited at all from Hamworthy United? Uh, um, possibly, possibly. I don't know where all the Hamworthy players have gone. I know one of the Hamworthy United players went to Bridport um, oh, right. because I had a, a, a fairly quick registration after Hamworthy. Because let's be honest, we're, we're, all football clubs and managers are like vultures, aren't they? they <laughs> as soon as Hamworthy United, somebody was going to pick the carcasses, yeah. and I, I did have a phone call from Bridport that very day. Oh, Can we sign so and so from Hamworthy? Is it, is it legal? I said, yeah, get it in. That's right. <laughs> um, Can- because they're going well, but, aren't they? They're top of their they are steps, going well. but, it, uh, but it is step six football. So Yeah, yeah. Now, I've got a friend who's involved with the Wessex League who comes down this way, ground topping a show called Mike Robbins, who does their bullet, excellent bulletin in the Wessex League. And he tells me how worthy are club going places. Um, so, so that's a, yeah, it looks a tricky one. Bobby had been out of form, although they did get a win on Tuesday night at Newton Spurs. Hmm. Well, let's hope oh, that... So they um, at least get something there. Yeah, OK. Yeah. Next one, Longwell um, Green Sports against yeah, yeah. Dobbles. Yeah. Now, again, Dobbles, until last weekend, had been doing really well. A bit, a bit of the surprise package in the West Division, weren't they? But mm. um, as we said, they lost at Timmouth. They lost at home to Camelford in the week. Uh, let's hope they've saved the performance for the Vars. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that's more than winnable, though, isn't it? Because Longwell, they're only sort of... Oh, absolutely. They're, they're below absolutely. mid-table. I, I, they just so. don't need... They don't need a Longwell green striker shooting from 60 yards, that's all. Exactly, right. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and the goalie well, going walk do. around. Perhaps they do. Perhaps they do, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right. Now, Newquay, Newquay are home to a, a name that I, I love uh, reading, Baffins yes. Milton Rovers. Yes. First of all, where are they from? Uh, it's sort of Wiltshire, Oxfordshire way in the Hellenic League, isn't it? I'm never quite sure where it is. Milk, they used to be... Just is it Hellenic Milton. or Wessex Premier? I, yeah, that's a good question. They used to be Hellenic. Perhaps they are. Mm-hmm. Actually, you're right. They are now Wessex. They right. are now Wessex. Hey, I beat um, Phil on a, yeah, some knowledge. Yeah, you got me on one. You got me on one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 
now I would I'm going to tip Nuclear on that one with home advantage. I think Nuclear are a decent team. They've got some decent, some good players there on their day. I think Nuclear Nuclear have the win in that one. Right. Even even though Baffins are a step five, so you, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's funny enough, other than St Austell, Nuclear are the only ones they're the only ones outside of sort of an old Prince side with home advantage, aren't they? Yeah, true. Okay, so yeah. home win there we're going for. Um, next yeah. one, Royal Wharton Bassett against Elbert and Villa. Yeah, a bit like Dogballs, Elberton are the surprise package in the East. Um, and I, if I swapped a, a couple of text messages with Danny Lewis, the, the mm-hmm. ex-Saltash manager, yeah. this week. Um, and he sort of admitted to me or agreed with me that they, they've become a bit of an old boys club at Elberton. <laughs> 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 Some you know, names of players, Sam Hughes, Lewis Edwards, obviously Danny himself. Yeah. Um, experienced team uh, and they're doing well um, so yeah I, I don't know I, normally I would say Elbert and unfashionable you know what won't go through but to me they, they are the potential to be the surprise package in the East this season okay right so that leaves us with St. Austin against time to move always already mentioned uh, yeah West against yeah. East typically, um, typically on that one I'm afraid well I'm afraid of Torrington but yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. actually so. I was looking back at Torrington's record in the Vaz they have got a little bit of a history I know you've got to go back a long way but way, yes. yeah fifth round in the mid 80s yeah because in the mid 80s they were managed by John Hall oh yeah of course uh, they had a lot of yeah, relative successes. They were a strong step five team, Torrington. And then, like some of these teams, it all imploded, the money ran out, and they, they ended up going back down to the North Devon League. And this is what we, we've talked about in the past, haven't we? About the, yeah, the, the Peninsula League is, is, is quite a, a, a sort of niche for clubs that you know, ha- have been higher, uh, but not quite ready for that level yet, uh, as well as sort of clubs you know, working their way up through the system. Mm. Uh, and Torrington, you know, are, are a sort of sleeping giant in that respect. They, 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 you know, they, they've been and been very, quite successful at step five in the in the past, albeit like you say, quite a few years ago now. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, the good thing is that there will be a Peninsula side going through. You'll be able to look forward to Monday. I'm assuming Monday's the draw, is it? Yes, I believe so. Monday, one o'clock normally, and I, the ties in the next round are Saturday, the eleventh of November. Uh, any teams that were exempt that aren't in this round join at that one there's no more exemptions after monday's draw mm, right okay. uh, so i know for example brixham join on monday remember they were the last step six side of the country as a peninsula team last season right um but that is it there's, there's no more exemptions after monday yeah i always think it's a bit weird in a way I, I can appreciate why they've been exempted but those teams exempted have missed out on the excitement of winning a few earlier rounds haven't they <laughs> Oh well, yes, true. Yeah, yeah. Potentially, if they got didn't get a buy in the first round, they, they they could have had three three games, three wins, three checks. Yeah, true. That's true. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, um, well, that's the FA Vars Saturday. We're looking forward to that. Um, league wise, um, are there many league games? The, uh, there's a handful. Uh, obviously, not everybody's playing because of the Vars. Uh, in the East, it's fairly, very limited, actually. There's actually it meant to be one on the Friday, just a couple on the Saturday. Uh, Saturday, the West is a little bit less affected. I, I think that the teams that went through from the West, uh, I, I think I don't think two of them were due to play each other. So it, it only caused one postponement rather than you know, 
more than one. Mm. Uh, you've got the rearranged Liscard Penzance game. That's the one that was originally at Penzance and was reversed after Penzance had their stand work. So that, that's a, a different game to the original fixture list. Uh, and then we've got um, a couple of interesting ones uh, at the bottom of the table. You've got uh, St. Dennis and Sticker both at home with Callington and Camelford respectively. Uh, I suppose the highest placed team in action is Wendron. They're at home to Launceston. Right. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. Of course, Liscard are playing. Sorry, yes, yes, yeah. yeah. A- apart from Liscard, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, apart from it, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but obviously, St. Orstall near the top of the table aren't playing in the league because they're in the bars. Mm. What about midweek? Um, we must surely be coming it's the to last. A... Oh. It's the last proper midweek uh, where there's games in both divisions. There's a couple uh, week after in East, but it's the last week where there's actually games in both divisions. Uh, so. In the east, there's three on the Tuesday, one on the Wednesday, and on the we- in the west, there's four games, two on the Tuesday, two on the Wednesday, uh, and I'm looking forward to, I haven't seen Sticker this season, St. Austell Sticker on Wednesday, uh, probably Sidmouth Bishop's Lydiard on Tuesday, right. Bishop's Lydiard and New England East. How do you manage, oh, no, it's at St. Austell, isn't it? So you can yeah, go by yeah, train easy enough for that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. As I, say, I haven't seen Sticker. I, I saw Dobbles last week. I'm down to three, I think, and Sticker is one of those. Uh, and I, I might just have to make sure that um, Nuki and Mullion is, is on a date that suits me. <laughs> oh, oh, I <laughs> Cause see. Because those are the other two I haven't seen. <laughs> try and arrange it so just, I can see them both at one. <laughs> try and be selfish, I would. <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> right. On that... To be fair, nuclear money have got to play each other at some time. I just, <laughs> you know. Right. On that note, I think, um, well, I think we've pretty much covered everything. Oh, usual question. Uh, what is it on Saturday for the Vars? Extra time penalties? Uh, or yeah, what? Vars is different. No extra time, straight to penalties. Right. Uh, and the other one that always catches somebody out up and down the country is it's three from seven. The substitute. <laughs> right. okay. uh, we've, we've up the country in one of the earlier rounds, we've already had one referee in trouble for allowing five subs. Oh, so, dear. Yeah, three from seven. What happens to the referee in, in those instances? Uh, he's... He, we had one more locally a couple of years ago where they sin-binned a player in the FA Cup, which is against the rules, didn't they? Caused yeah. a consternation and a re- rearranged game. They can be charged. It's generally, because we're short of referees, they're, they're sort of told off. <laughs> nice. But what you do find is that those referees, when the next sort of FA competition comes, Kate's dates come out, they rather conveniently haven't got one. <laughs> right. Okay. So, so you're asking who the referee, I don't know, Sticker versus Camelford is on Saturday. Well, you know, if you if you've got into trouble early in the season, you know, you might be available to do a league game because yeah. they haven't. Okay. Well, let's hope there's no shenanigans or anything like that this week. It's a nice, quiet week for for everyone. And uh, well, and we get some football. That's the main thing. A couple well, of weather so. postponements this midweek. Weren't they, yeah, so. the weather has turned, doesn't it? The, the forecast going ahead is more sort of showery and things. But but you know, we, we are now late October, aren't we? Long before the clocks, well, week out and after next, the clocks change. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. I well, that time of year, I'm afraid. I, I saw my first moan of the season uh, this week with someone complaining about the fact that there's postponements. You know, we should be playing on plastic and in the summer. Yeah, well, 
well, <laughs> those, those things aren't going to happen. <laughs> the, the, we're not going to play in the summer because there are other sports in the summer and other people have other commitments. Don't they? So that isn't going to happen. Um, plastic pitches, yeah, I mean, they are probably the future, but you know, it, it's going to take an awful lot of investment for, a cl- for every club to have their own plastic pitch. Uh, and you know, we're not a, a, a sort of six aside or five aside Tuesday night league where everybody plays on the same plastic pitch, are we? So, <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for that, Phil, and enjoy your football. Will do. Not too many shocks in the cup leagues, was there? Like, like you both said, mate, last week, nothing, you know, nothing stood out. I think the Weybridge v Oakhampton game sounded. Probably the best one, Dix, didn't it? Three all after extra extra time, mate. You know, Oakey winning on penalties, Dix. And, <laughs> you know, the elders, the elders as well, like you said, mate, you know, got through by the skin of their teeth, mate, weren't they? But, yeah. Um, but yeah, but yeah, hopefully get a few teams going through, Dix. And, you know, I think, I think we've got some tough, you know, from South, you know, Southwestern League wise, mate. Uh, you know, Oakhampton would do well to win at Boronsville, mate, wouldn't they? And obviously, Bovi at the sort of new Amworthy, you know, they're ambitious. Deeks is a tough one. Dobbles at Longwell Green, another tough one, Deeks, and not going up there on good form. I, but, you know, Albert and as well, Deeks, I know they got, what's it, the old boys club, mate? You know, as Phil <laughs> said, mate, man, the old boys. But that's another tough one, mate, isn't it? That Royal. Wooten, basketball, they got quite a good pedigree in the varsity, something mm. over the last sort of yeah. So, but I do, I do fancy the two own teams, Deeks. You know, I do. You know, I do fancy Newquay against Milton Rovers, Deeks, and and the North Star against Torrington, mate. So I'm going for the two own wins, Deeks, and I think any away win will be a bonus. I think Deeks won it. Yeah, yeah, I think you could. Well, yes. Um, well, who's to know what doubles might do? I guess, isn't it? Because on again on yeah. paper, on paper, I would have said doubles to win that one. But um, they lost midweek, didn't they? At home to Camelford, they lost last Saturday in the League Cup. Yeah. So are they on that you know mini bad run or not? Exactly, mate. Yeah, like like you said, things like three weeks ago or a month ago, you would have said doubles to win that one, mate, wouldn't you? Mm. But you're not so confident now, are you? Sort of thing. No, that's right. Okay, and uh, you said Milton Rovers. Why, why not Baffins? Baffins Milton Rovers. Yeah, sounds like a load of rubbish to me, Dix. <laughs> I'm baff. I'm baffled by Baffins, mate. To be honest, why Chuck Baff? Is it like a sponsor thing? I, I mean, you know, I remember them as Milton Rovers, Dix. So, I don't oh, is that know. right? Where's- yeah, yeah, I can remember that name, Dix, in the Vaz over the years, mate. Oh, right. Or like. In- yeah, yeah, or looking at league tape, you know, I always get the non-league paper and all things, you know, and that that name rings a bell, Milton Rover. So I don't know where the, the baffins and all come from, mate, but... You're baffled. But, um, unless yeah. it's a, I am, I'm baffled by baffins, mate, yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. okay. Well, one man that isn't baffled is uh, Chris Knight. Now, are AFC and Austin ready for the Vars on Saturday? We are, yeah. We're as ready as we can be. Um, whole club's looking forward to it, I think. It's uh, it's an important competition for our club, as you probably know. So um, I did hear on the podcast last week, there might have been rumblings that the Vaz hasn't perhaps got the magic it had once, but it definitely has for us um, and it definitely has for the clubs in our league, I would say. Um, I do agree that perhaps with the Western League teams, they're doing a lot of travelling now, so they're used to it. But, you know, all the lads were absolutely gagging for that draw. 
we were excited to see who we got. We were gutted that we were at home. <laughs> um, everybody wants the bus trip, but yeah, no, it hasn't lost its magic for us. And uh, yeah, we're really looking forward to it. Well, that's good to hear. Um, now, midweek, your game at um, St. St. Dennis was called off. Was that good or bad for you in, in the way of preparation? Well, we've, we've played three times a week for three months. So um, whilst that's been a good thing because we've got the points on the board and we've won the games in the cup, etc., um, it wasn't the worst, actually, because we have actually got a few injuries at the moment. So um, actually, it was a little bit of a blessing in disguise. Don't get me wrong, we'd have wanted to play. Um, we wanted to go there and try and win, um, you know, to keep the keep the pressure on at the top of the league. But um, it's not the worst thing in the world for the last to have a rest before Saturday. Right. OK. And you've already expressed how important uh, the Vaz is to, to you guys at St. Austin. Now, is part of that because of the run you had in it a few years ago? Or? It was. It was. It's a, it's a blessing and a curse, really, at our club because... Um, everybody harps back to that time. <laughs> um, it's, re- it's really hard for anyone that follows um, Phil and that team um, to stamp, put their stamp on our team because everyone will always hark back to that Vaz run and that team, and rightly so. Um, probably one of the best and hostile teams of all time. Um, I was lucky enough to be manager of the second team when they were the first team um, and obviously a supporter in that Vaz run. Um, and as I said before on here, to be at Polter with a couple of thousand people for that quarterfinal and the semi-final was was magical so um yeah it's it's a huge competition for our club um uh, everybody's been talking about it for a long time the club always wants to do well in it and yeah as i've said because of that great run um that the team had the club had and that and that time everyone looks forward to it did you take the trip up to gossip or not I was there in the wettest day at football yeah <laughs> i've ever experienced yeah um a fantastic trip um, so unlucky not to to get through up there when uh, Ed scored at the end. Um, obviously, they were down to ten men, as you remember. Uh, but that, without doubt, was the wettest day I've ever ever had. <laughs> yeah, I remember walking back to, uh, to I think it was to this. I, I went up by train, would you believe it? Because I was based in London at the time, and oh, uh, right. and uh, I, I remember walking back to the station, and there's a pub close to it I just went in there and stood by the fire because I was so wet it's ridiculous and uh, yeah uh, it was it was terrible I mean but that's what the vase is about you see and that's and that's why um our club and lots of other clubs really look forward to it those away trips those those situations where you play a team like we are this weekend that we've never played before and the same when we played Sidmouth in the last round it's um it's exciting to play different teams and have different situations so yeah I think that's the magic of it really right and well you sport my next question I was going to ask you what do you know about Torrington <laughs> yeah yeah fair bit we've been we've been and watched them um which obviously we we would do with any opposition um we got some information on them obviously and the way of the world these days as you know is you can very often watch teams on VO yeah. um, if they've played if they've played against another team and, and ironically they played against Sidmouth who uh, we beat in the last round uh, in a, in our research to to watch Sidmouth we came across their game against against Torrington so um, we've watched that um, we've been up to watch them recently as well um, so we know as much as as is possible I mean they might be totally different on Saturday you never know but um, <laughs> yeah we, we've done we've done all we can so no excuses no 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 I mean you know you can talk about injuries you can talk about them being a good team and all that sort of thing but in the end you just got to get up and get on with it haven't you yeah now for you yourself how many times is this as coming back to be manager of the first team there at St. Austell? 
so this is my third uh, iteration. Um, you know, as I said to you before, this is the actual only time where it's been on my own on my own terms. If you like, the the previous two times have been a, in a bit of a distressed uh, state, as you know. I took it on originally when the manager left, and then the uh, the second time was the same. So it's always been a bit of an SOS in the past, and it's um, it's not been that this time. So um, it's a little bit a uh, little bit more relaxed this time. Right. So you're enjoying it. I am, yeah, loving it. The the lads are fantastic. Um, the club actually is the main thing. It's doing really well. The second team are doing great. The under 18s are flying. They beat Falmouth the other day, which I don't think anyone expected them to do. Um, and the women are winning as well. So, um, you, you know, you spoke to Jason, I think, last week or the week before about the plans as well for the club. So um, everything's positive at the moment. And uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Right. And just look at your recent results. You haven't conceded a goal for three games. No, and that and that was a big thing for us. We, um, you know, let's have it right. Wendron absolutely battered us at home, um, <laughs> and uh, that was a bit of a shock to our system. So we had a reset. Um, everything that could possibly go wrong that night went wrong. Um, and since then, yeah, we've been fantastic in keeping clean sheets, um, and that's a real, real important thing for us because you know, if you don't concede, you can't lose, can you? Right. Well, good luck on Saturday, Chris. Um, Thank you. Attendance-wise, um, I don't know what your crowds have been like this season, but are you hoping for a few more there on Saturday? I would imagine we, you would. Want yeah, that. we are. Traditionally, the, the the bigger crowds are in the vase. We've had good crowds this season. Um, they're up substantially from last year. Um, every away game that we go to as well, we take quite a big following. Um, so we boost the away team's numbers as well. I think there's nearly 300 up at the Scard that I know you were there. Mm. Um, and at home, you know, a couple of times this season, we've had over 200. So yeah, it, it's going the right way. Um, it would be fantastic to see a good crowd there on Saturday. I don't I don't know who's playing locally actually, but um, yeah, it would be great. And talking about that Liscard game, that last minute penalty, what was going through your mind at that moment? Uh, well, Harry had saved three penalties the week before. <laughs> um, so we were confident. I mean, it's one of those games where well, you were there, as you say. It was a brilliant game between the two great teams. Um, you know, when we're 2-1 up, we have a couple of chances to make it 3-4-1 maybe. But then they're a good team and they came back. And then, obviously, when you can see the penalty in the last minute, you, you'll, you'll take a point. So, um, yeah, a uh, bit of a double-edged sword, really. You know, um, we'll take a point up there, of course. Well, let's hope there's no question of penalties this Saturday. And uh, and you're listening to, or you're looking at uh, the, the online media Monday for that draw. Yeah, um, that, that's the hope. The, the hope is that we can um, get a win on Saturday and then um, everyone will be buzzing for Monday, yeah. Great stuff. Thanks very much. Cheers, Dave. Take care. Yeah, I just don't like, you know, like Knight has said, there's a few injuries, mate, but can't see Sonosto having any problems, mate, whatever, 11, like Knight puts out, really, mate. Just hope they come through. You know, unscathed, really, Diggs at Polter with no dramas, and hopefully get a coin draw on Monday, Diggs, really, mate. I think if they play anything, I mean, we watched that great game at Liscord, Diggs, the other week, didn't we? Superb advert for for Southwest Peninsula League football. I thought Diggs, great game. And I think if they play anything like they did at, at Lux Park, mate, in that superb 3 3 game, mate, I, th- I think they'll be fine, Diggs, on Saturday, wouldn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounded as if he was confident of the penalty being saved as well, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Harry is good at penalties. I mean, I I had the pleasure of watching Nuki, mate, didn't I, last season for sort of three quarters of the season. And I did see Harry, you know, save a couple then, I think, mate. He, he's, he's he's a great reflex keeper, mate, good shot stopper. So, you know, I, I don't think it'll, it'll need to 
save any penalties. Well, I don't think it'll go to a penalty shootout anyway, Deeks, on Saturday. But but is 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 Andy to know if it does, mate? You've got Ari in goal, I think, Deeks, definitely. Yeah, right. OK, so that's the, well, emphasis on the FA Vars. There was one... Um, well, cracking midweek uh, win, and that was Mullion. Uh, they've had a good yeah. week, in fact, and so it was time to speak to their manager, Rob Carey. Now, it's been a good week for Mullion, uh, scoring five in the last two games and through uh, in the League Cup, so I'm assuming Rob Carey is a happy man at the moment. I'm definitely happier than I was a few weeks ago, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, four games undefeated. Um, and you're getting the wins against those sides that are sort of around you in the table as well, aren't you? That That's the important games. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> obviously, getting a win against St. Dennis at home is got some confidence, got some goals. We've, we've scored a good amount of goals. And then... And then uh, Two two games away at, at Sticker and then Holsworthy. The Sticker one was um, it was a bit disappointing because I felt like we 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 all know we sh- we should have got something more from that game. However, they they made it very difficult for us and um, we found ourselves behind and two moments in that game. So on reflection, getting a point after that is something that we might have not done last season. Um, away at Holsworthy, I think it's I, again I was disappointed at the end of that game. I, their manager even said to me, "He doesn't know how we didn't win that game." <laughs> Um, but again, you give yourself 20, 30 minutes and you go, well, they're going to be sides that come up there and not get anything. So maybe getting a point for us, actually, by the time the season's finished, we won't be too disappointed with. And, and then if, the last two results, obviously, we scored a lot of goals. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's, it's strange, though, is it? You go from a nil-nil at Holsworthy and then five goals against uh, Bishops Lydiard in the in the uh, League Cup, five goals against Penzance midweek. I, I guess looking back, you might have wanted one of those goals against Holdsworthy, mightn't you? Oh, absolutely, yeah. And the lads, were, you know, the lads were very disappointed with with that result because again, we we had chances. We knew we had chances, and it was like the next game was a, a, a an opportunity to maybe put some of those things right and not maybe calm down a little bit and actually put the ball away rather than try and break the net, which is what they did, um, which is, yeah, this is what we what we asked them to do, really. Now, it's Penzance on Tuesday. No, first question has to be, what were the conditions like? It was windy, which, <laughs> <laughs> which for Mullion is saying something because it's normally windy. <laughs> was but, it uh, extremely yeah, it was- windy, though? It was, it's, uh, believe it or not, it's not the windiest I've seen it down there, but it was pretty windy. And oddly, it was windy blowing up the slope. Uh, those are, anyone who's been to Mullion knows there's a slope towards the clubhouse and it's quite nice coming down that slope. Whereas it was actually, um, it was actually the other way around. So we, um, we, we chose to shoot, shoot against the wind uh, first half. And I think that paid off for us. It certainly, Penzance, um, they, they had a corner that, that went straight in you know, with the wind. Oh, it was it was a great it was a great corner, and, and although we had some guys in and around it, it, it just it just went straight in, caught everyone off guard. And I said to our guys, you know, second half, you you're going to get those chances, you're going to get get that little bit of luck with this wind. So, and that, and, and that's what happened. You know, we, we went out and we, we managed to get even when we went down to ten men, which is a, a disappointing moment. We still managed to uh, push on and get another one. Oh, you had a red card, did you? We've had, uh, yeah, our disciplinary record's not not gone well over the last three games. I, I looked at, at Phil's newsletter and I saw we were in the we're in the top three of the fair play standings. And then uh, I reckon in the last three games we've probably moved down to the bottom three. We've we've had a Simbin, a couple of yellows, and then we had a straight red last week against 
Bishop's Lidiard, and then we had two two yellows for one of our players. Uh, went down to ten against Penzance. Oh dear. What what do you as a manager? What do you do about that? Do you you know have a quiet word with the player or, or what? Yeah, I said I said to them after the game. I said uh, you know like although the results have picked up and we're all in a bit of a buoyant mood right now, the these needless fouls and needless cards, we've, we've got to address it because it's not good enough. You know we're paying out silly money and fines now, and we've got players suspended. We finally you know the uptick in results goes hand in hand with the squad availability. We have finally got squad availability. I've been going to places with eleven players again this season, which is what I wanted to avoid. And then the last three games, I've had 15-16. So it, it's no surprise that we're actually be able to, to to get a better performance out there. And now we're going into games where I've got players suspended um, because of, of these cards. So I said to them, they've got to really, really try and work harder on that. Mm. I just looked at your next two games. Um, they don't come much harder than Weybridge in this guard, do they? No, not at all. They're going to be two very tough fixtures, you know. And again, we go into those... Uh, I don't think many people will be expecting us to get anything. Um, so, you know, we, we want to go out there, try and try and put in a shift like we've done in the last few games and see see what happens. Now, I know um, that um, you're away on a business um, a sales trip, I suppose, would be the way to explain <laughs> it. But so I, I appreciate, you know, you sparing the time. But before you go, um, looking at the goals that you've scored this season, Brody Kemp and Jack Noy, are they... I know Brody's a summer signing. Is Jack as well? Yeah, absolutely. We um we knew you know last year. I think Dan Greet ended up uh, as probably our high scorer, and he, he he wasn't he wasn't even featuring in in all of the games. I think he had nine goals or something like that. Um, then followed by Dan Stids, who again you know he didn't he didn't play in every single game, and we knew this season we had to we had to try and get some some attacking and pro, you know a bit more attacking presence than what we had last year. So uh, yeah, Brody um, Brody came over. Um, I mean, they, they both, you know, I think Brody's um, he must be getting close to ten now. I think Jack's on six or seven. So it's uh, yeah, it's made a big difference having those two. And Phil Catron as well uh, amongst the goals. Um, he's I, I think last season was it injuries that um, troubled him or what? Yeah, I think he, he he's um, he struggled with injuries, uh, you know, over the last few years. But um, he's he's found some form. He's he's uh, he's definitely a huge asset for any team that he's played in, and, and our our team. Um, he's making a huge difference. He gives us he gives us that um, that presence that we need again, um, and uh, in the, in the formation that we have, the, the the others are feeding off around him, which is great. Uh, and finally, it's his second season in the Peninsula. Are you finding it? A bit easier this season. Do you know what you know what it's all about more? Do I know what it's more more about? Yes, I'm finding it easier. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, no. I think this season is harder than last season. Oh right. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it is this season. I think I've spoken to a few other managers who say the same thing at various different levels, actually. So maybe it's just uh, something about this year. But I just yeah, player availability at the start of the season was it was not was not something that uh, that I was finding enjoyable in 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 any way and. Um, they don't get. There's no easy fixture in this league. I don't think. I don't think. And there's no. You, no one's guaranteed. And I think some of the results have, have, have reflected that. So, unless you go with a, a full squad and the right sort of approach to each game, I think every game could be difficult. Well, thanks very much, um, Rob, for talking to us. And uh, let's hope your next two games are easy. <laughs> thanks, Dave. <laughs> yep. Thanks to Rob there. And as you probably gathered, he was. Uh, well, he's away on a on a work sales convention sort of day. So thanks, big time thanks to Rob for sparing us 10 minutes. Um, 
good result, wasn't it? 5-1 at home against... Oh, a win is good against anyone, but 5-1. Yeah, exactly. Diggs, like you said, mate, two two back-to-back five-goal wins, mate, isn't it? Yeah. For Mullion, so... Yeah, I mean, you know, personally, I like Mullion as a club, Diggs. Nice club, and they Great to see Brody Kemp scoring a few as well, Diggs. You know, I've been watching Brody since he was about 10 years old, playing in the same teams as Jack and that, mate. Good striker, mate. And and young Harry Salmon in goal, Diggs. You know, young Harry deserves a chance, mate. You know, I watched him a few times at Nuki last season, mate. And, you know, Nuki tried to sort of bring him in a few games when Harry Ashton was away or or just stood down for a few games trying to get Harry in. I mean, he's definitely good enough for this level, mate. He's a big talent, I think, mate. You know, obviously, you know, Matt Salmon, mate, Samo, you know, that's uh, a lot of people know in Cornish football. That's, that's his boy, mate. And yeah, young Harry's a good young keeper, mate. So best of luck to him at Mully. And, and like you said, Deeks, you know, Phil Catron back fit, mate. I mean, that'll be a big asset, mate, wouldn't it, for Mully as well, wouldn't it? Mm. Having Phil back. So, you know, I don't think any team can take uh, Mully and lightly digs can they really mate I think they'll give anyone a bit of a game wouldn't they yeah although what did I say they got uh, what they got Weybridge in this guard the next two games so uh, yeah yeah that'll be interesting don't get no order that, does it? don't <laughs> no. get no <laughs> that's yeah. right okay so uh, that's the Southwest Peninsula League um, as as Phil told us there's a couple midweek games and then well the midweek games start to dry up after uh, this coming week so uh, games on Tuesday just to remind everyone Callington home to Holsworthy Lanson against Bude and then on Wednesday Liscard against Bobmin and St Austell take on Sticker so if you want to get your fix of Peninsula football midweek football that is um, get along to one of those games yeah so it thinks the old clocks will be uh, changing soon mate won't they weekend after next is it mm, end of October Dark times, mate. Dark times. <laughs> right. Your Cornish podcast. Well, I tell you what. There's no dark times in women's football at the moment. Um, um, this week, there's a, a lot of cup football in the women's game as well as uh, what we've covered already in the men's game. And on Sunday, one of those games, it's Sticker versus Frampton Rangers in the FA Cup. Now, this week, it's the. Uh, Third round qualifying of the FA Cup and one of our Cornish sides in it is Sticker Women's and uh, I'm glad to say we've got the manager Andy Hoskin on the phone. Good morning. Yes, welcome to the podcast Andy and uh, are you looking forward to Sunday? You've got to be, haven't you? Yes, I mean uh, it's our second season in the FA Cup and last season we kind of thought well if we could get to the third qualifying round it would be a good a good target to aim for and uh, of course we've done it this year as well so the pressure's off really for Sunday and, and it's it's a free hit so uh, yeah everybody can relax and enjoy it Now before we talk about your opposition and, and Sunday let, let's just hear how the season's going for you in, in general terms Now you play in what the Western Division don't you of yes, the Southwest right. Regional Um with the likes of Helston, Saltash, uh, and and those uh, fellow Cornish sides, how's your season been so far? Well, I mean, uh, we've had uh, a quite a, a, a you know sort of like a decent start. Um, we've uh, come through with one or two injuries. Uh, we got one or two players to come back. We picked up another injury um, 
a couple of weeks ago, which wasn't great. So, you know, on on that side of it is uh, it's not so great. But we have got some good youngsters now coming through. So the blend of um, the ex- of our experienced players all the way down through now is is good. Is you know, it's what you need really uh, to uh, to help the youngsters develop into uh, good players. And you say youngsters now. Uh, are those coming through now because of how well the the lionesses have done recently? Well, I mean, th- these girls have they've been playing predominantly for you know through youth football, um, and you know stepped up into ladies uh, within the last couple of seasons or so. So uh, they they're pretty much players that were playing already before that sort of took off. To be honest, right? But I guess it's given them a bit more of a. A, a spur to to carry on, isn't it? As such, well, absolutely. I mean, you know, I mean, to play in the the FA Cup, you know, is for, as a young player, it's a it's a fantastic opportunity. You know, and, and the more you uh, the more rounds that you uh, you go through, you know, the more exciting it gets. Because obviously, if we get through on uh, Sunday, then we're into the first round proper. So, <laughs> um, you know, it, it it takes it to a new level. Yeah, so Sunday you're playing Frampton Rangers. Now they're in a, a level higher than you, aren't they? But they're not having that good a season. So you must be fingers crossed and all that sort of thing. Well, um, it's a difficult situation because it, you know it's you know we all know that they are they're not having a great season, but. Um, you can be uh, led down that path of uh, false security if you know if you look at it like that. We've got to go out um, with the you know that foresight that we're going to have a tough game, be well prepared for a tough game, um, and then you can you know you give it your best shot because if if you don't go out prepared and things you know don't go as you plan, and all of a sudden you are up against a team that are much better than you thought they were, mm-hmm. then uh, you're in trouble. So preparation-wise, then, what, how do you prepare? Because obviously, I'm assuming you don't know too much about the opposition. Is it purely you're concentrating on your own players and making sure they're in the right frame, mind, both you know, physically fit and mentally? Well, you're right. I, I don't know too much about the opposition. Um, a few seasons ago, when I was uh, manager of Charlestown and we were in that league, uh, they weren't in that league, so mm-hmm. I, I don't actually know anything about them. But, I mean, f- for us, it's about going out, um, continue really to do what we do, um, be composed, uh, which is a massive thing, because if you're composed and you make the right decisions, then fitness-wise, you go further into a game. If you start making the wrong decisions early, you do more chasing off the ball and you don't last the game. So, um you know, for us, it's about looking after what we normally do, but also because of the, you know, the gravity of the game, we, we, we've got to be a little bit more cautious, perhaps, in about how we go about it. But we don't want to be over the top with caution because, <laughs> you know, we want to make it, to, you know, we, we want to try and impose our own style on the game we're we're at home we're playing on a great pitch we're playing in you know we normally get a half decent crowd to be honest at home and the yeah, the committee are well behind the the, the team um, you know so uh, all everything all the ingredients are there for us to go out and hopefully put in a good performance and uh, 
you know, and, and put ourselves into that hat for the next round. Mm. And of course, so, uh, something we haven't touched on yet, it is, well, crazy money involved, isn't it? For the, you know, for the sides that are in the competition. I mean, £4,000 if you win on Sunday. Well, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of people that are asking this question, you know, why are they, you know, sort of almost chucking so much money at women's football? But, you know, I think it's a great thing because, especially with a lot of these lower clubs, this this money, especially um, with teams like ourselves and uh, and in the uh, the league above, where we do an awful lot of travelling, a long distance, you know, for each uh, a lot of our away games. So that money helps out, you know, a tremendous mm. amount, uh, you know, uh, because you know the cost of fuel and everything. This you know this day and age, it, it, you know. It, and also, the distance is not is not easy to to get a consistent team to travel each week. You see it a lot with teams where at home they get good results, but when they travel, they don't get so good, you know that those <laughs> yeah. such good results. So obviously, that they're not able to take their their strongest squad that who, who perhaps don't want to travel. So uh, it, it definitely helps, you know, the, the the situation. So and I've noticed that there's more. Uh, teams from Cornwall in it this season from last season so you know it, people are starting to think oh hang on a minute you know this is a, a great thing to enter um, but I think you have to reach a certain criteria as well you, you just can't enter the competition you've mm-hmm. you know you, you've literally selected you know to, to enter it from the FA uh, financially it's a boost obviously but do you, do you get much sponsorship um, normally or what well to be honest um, the, you know as part of the club, and the club do treat the the ladies, you know, on a par with the men, which is fairly unusual, I suppose. Really, you know, within um, um, you know, sort of like your your normal clubs within the county, but but they really do, uh, and they and they were doing that before we, you know, we we even entered the FA Cup. So um, uh, yeah, so we we, we were pretty much uh, straight in as part of the club and enveloped in and. You know they they've been helping with everything that we've uh, we've been entering. You know, paying for this and paying for that. So uh, <laughs> we haven't really needed that much um, sponsorship as such. But uh, of course, the last two seasons with the FA Cup, um, you know, and the success we've had with with getting through the, the the three rounds in both seasons, that's kind of uh, you know sort of almost uh, paid back everything that we've <laughs> you know. <laughs> Add off the club and more. Yeah. So um, everybody's a winner, really. Yeah, that's right. And it's nice to be self-financing, isn't it? So, uh, um, But obviously, you, you mentioned you were manager at Charlestown. So how, how many years, how many seasons have you been involved in women's football then? Oh, in, in total, in sort of youth football, which started over 20 years ago, nearly 25 years ago, and ladies' football was probably probably about twelve to fourteen seasons. Why why women's football and not men's football then? Well, um, originally my son, uh, I, I ran his team from the age of seven up to sixteen. But my daughter also played, <laughs> and of course, if I'm off travelling around the county with my son, I never really got to see my daughter play because, you know, she would have been playing on the Sunday morning as well. 
So um, when my son's team got to a certain age and I only had the one team because at youth football, I used to run three um, at Charlestown. So I started to get involved with uh, my daughter's youth side and they were sort of approaching 15, 16. And when they were old enough to step up into ladies football, the, uh, the the manager at the time, Colin Rowe, was um, was was stepping back, and uh, he asked me if I wanted to take it on. So, um, with probably about twelve or fourteen under sixteens ready to step up, it made sense because I knew the girls well, I knew their limits, and I knew which ones were ready, you know, to step right in, and which ones needed a bit of, uh, you know, a bit of gradual. Uh, involvement mm-hmm. um so that was the start of it and um there was only a few of the original charlestown uh, ladies left at that time but uh you know the aim at the, at the in the first season really was to stay in that league because that that colin had taken them into the same league as, as we are now with sticker in the in the uh, southwest women's western league so um we managed to uh, stay in that league with, I think, four four games to go. Um, we built on it in the second season, and, and which which ended very memorable because we went on to win the uh, the Cornwall Ladies Cup. All right. Um, which were, you know, for such a young side at the time, I don't really think that that. that in the future, they'll sit down and realise what they've done at such a young age. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, at the time, they didn't realise. Yeah, I mean, so it, it started then at, uh, at Charlestown with, you know, with the ladies, and um, my my both my son and daughter went off to uni, and I've I kind of carried on, and um, I, I, I stepped away for for two seasons to to uh, to help out at Sticker in one season with the men's first team. Um, I helped um, Andrew Avery, mm-hmm. um, and then the, the next season I just kind of helped out within the club um whenever I could. And then two of the two of the original of my original players at um Sticker, they they said, look, you know, there's a gap at the minute for a new ladies team. Um so uh I I kind of said no and then I don't know, a few months later when they asked me again and I said, well, if you can get a squad of players together then we'll do it. And, uh, of course, the re- the rest is history on that. <laughs> right. We, we went into the, the Cornwall Division 1 uh, because we did have a good side. We, you know, the, the, Angie and Lanky put together a good side, so it, it didn't make sense to go into the second division. So uh, we asked to, if we could be put straight into the first division, um, and you know, which we did. And luckily, we, we went on to win the league that, that year and the... Uh, and the League Cup, so um, it was a great, great first season for for Sticker, you know, as a club, you know, to uh, and great, great for us to, to 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 put some silverware on the table for the club as well. So, mm. um, uh, to to reward them really for the, for the faith that they showed in the in, in back in the back in the team, you know, from the from the first game, um, and then obviously we got promotion into the Western League, which I know very well from you know back from my days at Charlestown. Um, so it, for us now, it's about 
um, using this uh, time to establish ourselves uh, and you know introduce the, these young players uh, to, to to put a, you know a firm foundation with the club um, so that we can go forward. Right. Well, wish you the best of luck uh, with that. Um, just um, before I let you go, we all love a goal scorer, and I imagine that um, you love Tory Marks quite well, don't you? Well, I, um, I know Tory from you know Charlestown youth days, and <laughs> she used to be a, a defender, and oh. yeah, uh, and I, I went to watch. Um, their team, her, the team that she played for at the time, um, in the uh, in a cup final, and I was I was sitting in the stand watching it, and I said to one of the parents, I said, you know, why why does she play at the back? Um, and they kind of shrugged their shoulders and said, well, I don't know, she always, she's always played there. So, <laughs> um, but when when she kind of got stepped up into the you know sort of uh, under sixteens, we get them to work a lot closer with, you know, side by side with the ladies so that the transition is easier. They, they know a lot of the players. And um, I said to her that, um, you know, when she, you know, for that season, she would be playing as a striker and she kind of took a step back and said, oh, I've never played there in my life. And I said, well, you will play there. You can play there and you'll score goals. And, um, of course, that's what she's done. <laughs> right. So, uh, well, it sounds like a, a bit of a success story, uh, not only for Tori, but for you as well there, Andy. So well done on that one. Um, best of luck on Sunday. It's Frampton Rangers. Now, last question is, where is Frampton? I don't know. <laughs> that's quite simply, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, whether uh, they're up around Somerset area or... Well, I don't know to be honest. I, um, I've not. I've, I've. If if we were playing them in our league, I, I would probably do a bit of research to see where they're too. But um, be, because we don't play them in the league, and we're obviously at, at home this weekend, I, I don't honestly know. Well, that's a fair enough answer. Thanks very much, Andy. All the best for Sunday, and uh, well, we'll be hoping to see your name in the next round of the draw. Um, where, where the draw is being made on Monday, presumably, is it? Uh, yeah, so so uh, Bill Avery has told me. So um, yes, uh, I mean, with, it's, with any competition, whether it's a league or or a cup, you know, you you need a lot of luck. It don't it doesn't matter how good you are, you know. At times, you still need luck. Um, so, you know, with with a lot of luck and a good team performance, hopefully, we will be there, um, and it keeps the good vibes in the club. Yeah, well, that's right. Thanks very much for coming on the podcast and good luck. Well, thank you very much for inviting me. Uh, take care. Yeah, like like Andy said, Diggs, you know, um, nice to speak to another debut cunt, mate, wasn't it? On the, on the podcast, mate. But good wedge of money, mate, already sort of earned for mm. sticker, mate, isn't it? And, and like he said, mate, it's a bit of a free hit, isn't it, on Sunday? I mean, the girls can go and enjoy the sort of magic of the FA Cup, if you like, Diggs, and they'll certainly have a decent you know, pitch to play on, that's for sure, mate, weren't they? Uh, sticker, mate, so, Bergallo, so, you know, I'm glad the FA are recognising the women's game a bit more, you know, Dick's throwing a, you know, well, throwing some 
great prize money into the pot, really, mate, isn't they? Four grand, isn't it, for yeah. the winners? Yeah, that's right. This one, I think you said, mate, didn't you? Yeah. And, and Fra- I think Frampton Rangers, except they're, I think they're Bristol area, mate, isn't they? Frampton? Uh, well, I was hoping I, wrong. I was hoping you might know because I didn't know, Andy didn't know, and yeah. uh, so, so uh, yeah, I got seen it. Yeah, I'm sure I've seen them in one of the sort of Bristol area leagues, mate. You know, front front them, mate. Right. You know, you know what I'm like for reading a non-league paper, mate, or a, a non-league directory text. But yeah, when you were saying about it, I'm, I'm pretty. I, I haven't checked it or anything, mate. I'm out time, mate. Sorry, but I'm pretty sure Frampton are Bristol based, mate. I want to say. North Bristol, I want to say. <laughs> right. But, um, yeah. right. Yeah. You're getting I a bit too precise, I think. Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll just say Bristol, mate, yeah. uh, I guess. All but right. um, other side of Bristol. But, yeah, hopefully it'll be a long trip home from wherever it is. Things, <laughs> yeah. <isn't> it? <laughs> yeah. OK, yeah. Well, in fact, yeah. it could be it could be a tough afternoon for the Cornish clubs because uh, the three other ties... Yeah. Um, and as you said, third round qualifying, three other ties, A-E-K, well, is it Boko or Boko? Yeah, Boko, isn't it, mate? Boko, yeah. They're at home to Helston. Um, now, Boko is second in the northern section of the Southwest Regional League, uh, and they are Bristol-based, I can tell you that for sure. Um, yeah. I'll tell you what, Diggs, I'll tell you what, mate, just interrupting you, mate. I was speaking to Mass, mate, after the youth game the other night, mate, you know, mm-hmm. Gozzi's boys in the youth cup, and uh, he's actually been up to watch them, mate. Oh, was that one of his spying trips, was it? Yeah, yeah, Mass has actually been up to watch him on a bit of a spy mission, mate. And he, and he said that they're pretty physical old teammate. Mm-hmm. He said they're pretty. Yeah, he said the way they started the match, you know, first half hour, he he sort of thought flipping it, you know, you know, our girls could have their work cut out. He said they're they're pretty, um, you know, pretty physical and not a bad side, mate. But but in the end, mate, he said it, it you know, having watching them for about ninety minutes, he thinks they're they're beatable, mate. You know, well beatable. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a lot to them, so, yeah. so that's Helston. They're up there um, to play them. The uh, St. Austell, they're also away. They've got a trip to AFC Bournemouth. Now, Bournemouth, they've played eight and won eight. And uh, I've got a goal difference uh, that is, well, anyone would like. Uh, they're top of the FA Women's National League Division One Southwest. So they're even, you know, a level higher than our best Cornish teams so yeah. that's going to be a, a tough test for St. Austell yeah. um, Scott, as we heard from Sam Borthwick um, was it last week or a week before on the podcast yeah. they're at home to Swindon Town now they're in the same division as Bournemouth they're third in the uh, in that uh, Division 1 Southwest. so uh, it, it looks to be honest as if Sticker to be fair Sticker have got the yeah. best of the ties home to Frampton Rangers yeah. Frampton in the same league as uh, St Austell and Liscard the Premier Division of the South West Regional League but as uh, as uh, everyone would have heard in our chat there with uh, Andy they're not doing too well in that league at the moment they're bottom of that table um, yeah. played, played four lost four so fingers crossed for at least Sticker um, and well we wish the best of luck to the three other sides as well but uh, it's going to be an interesting afternoon yeah definitely take some tough old draws for the Cornish girls I mean it seems like one of Phil's southwestern league 
cup draws, mate, doesn't it? For the Cornish teams, doesn't it, mate? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. one of those hot and cold ball draws, mate, isn't it? No, I was going to say, also, actually, there's County Cup action as well in the uh, in oh, yeah, uh, in the is. women's game. First round ties and uh, now... To, I, well, I should know that. Dick, you should I? know I should this. Know and and the is yeah. it the game of the round? Biscovay versus Redruth, top versus second in Division Two of the say. Cornwall League. Yeah, got to be one of them, Diggs, isn't it? Both both going really well, Diggs. Both uh, both teams going well, mate. I had the pleasure of watching Redruth win five one on Sunday, Diggs, against Charlestown after going a a goal down as well, Diggs. So mm. the girls showed plenty of character to come back, mate, and. Yeah, I've heard uh, Biscovay doing really well, mate. Unbeaten, I think, did, didn't they? Biscovay, so... But uh, another two goals, mate, for Eloise Rapsy, mate. That striker, that well-known striker, mate. Yeah, she'll be signing... <laughs> she'll be writing a book soon, won't she? <laughs> yeah, mate. She's catching me up, mate. She's <laughs> catching me up. But I've got to say, though, Diggs, I, I say it, I mean, the, the, the woman woman's game so refreshing, Diggs. Look, I, I think it's the best part of my week, Diggs, actually, going to watch girls, mate. I'm, I've got to say, you know, big thanks to Dan and Aaron, mate, at Retrief, and, you know, like like Andy at Sticker, mate. I mean, the, the people that put, I mean, so, I mean, I know Dan and, Dan and Aaron, mate, they put, they put so much time and effort, you know, into the girls, mate, you know, on a Friday night, the training and throughout the week. And, and you can see it's appreciated by the girls, Diggs, you know, the, the respect they got from me. And it's and certainly paying off on the on the pitch, Diggs. Every time I watch Redruth, they just seem to get better and better, Diggs. You know, the, the football they're playing and got some cracking girls. Mate. I'm still getting used to all the names, mate. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, really, really enjoying watching women's football, Diggs. And, you know, re- really proud of Weeds, mate, for a start in... What five games? I think Diggs four four goals and that offside goal. The other, well, to be honest, Diggs, she missed an absolute setter on Sunday, mate, before she scored, and then she scored an order one about ten minutes after that. So showed a bit of character and scored another good goal second half, and then the keeper made a brilliant save off her mate for an hat trick. So, so yeah, she's she's coming on, Diggs. She, she's a proper striker now, I think, mate. <laughs> lot, lot to learn, but. But yeah, women's football digs really good, mate. Loving it, really enjoying it, mate. Uh, I, I have to pick you up on one thing you said uh, a moment ago. Yeah. You're saying that Sunday women's football is becoming the best part of your week. I, I thought it was actually yeah. doing the podcast with me. Oh, second best, then, mate. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I forgot that. Thanks. <laughs> second best part. Right. I'm glad you corrected yeah. yourself. Right. Um, other ties in the first round of the Cornwall FA County Cup. Just very quickly to uh, let everyone know, it's an all Cornwall, Cornwall Division One class feud against St Dennis, uh, Charlestown, who are struggling in Division Two. They take on bottom of Division One Penryn. Uh, a Division One clash, Salt Ashbury at home to Bobmin. Now this is a bit of a uh, this could be a one sided game. This one coming up, Salt Ash United. I reckon they're in the Southwest Regional Western League, so they're um, going to be two sort of leagues higher than their opponents, Callington. So look out for that scoreline, perhaps. And uh, then yeah. we've got Wendron at home to FXSU. That's uh, fifth versus third in the Division Two of the uh, of the Cornwall Women's League, which is sponsored by Earthbound Electrical. So, um, well done to them. Yeah. 
plenty of sparks will be flying on Sunday, Dick. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and uh, I only mention Earthbound Electrical because that's uh, where my daughter is working these days. So, <laughs> so oh, lovely, I mate. thought yeah, I got to get a plug in. Give, yeah. give them well, get a plug in. Get it. Uh, yeah, sorry, they've probably got loads of plugs. I hope so. Uh, there you go. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, anyone? Hey, well done last week as well, mate. As well, talking of uh, Alien Rebecca, mate. Uh, you, you had your granddaughter's oh. birthday last week, Dixon. And I, and I heard the feedback, mate. I heard you won the crazy golf mate, competition. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's... Well done, well done, mate. Someone, well, I think it was Ivy, my granddaughter, who actually said, well, you should have won because you played golf. But I did point out that the greens are not, you know, the greens are like crazy golf yeah. aren't quite as uh, easy to play as no. the ones at the golf course. So... Uh... It's slightly different, mate, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no little bridges, mate, have you, at TED, mate, have you, to, to go up there? <laughs> no. Right, so uh, anyone who wants to check out the rest, there are some games in Division 1 and Division 2 of the Cornwall Women's uh, League. Uh, you can find them all on full-time, obviously, and, um, well, we'll be back with hopefully some more interviews with the people from the women's game as the season goes on. In the meantime, Rappo, it's St. Piran League time. From the National League South through to the St. Piran League, this is the place to be. Yeah, Diggs. Um, well, quite a lot to talk about, mate, from last week. But coming up, I just want to say coming up this week, Diggs, before I, I get ev- everything wrong, mate, the fixtures, it's actually Junior Cup weekend as well, mate, oh, while we're on the Cup. Oh, my goodness, thing. no. I know. I don't want to get that wrong, Diggs. I remember last season, I, 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 I bet, well... Can I say copped up, Dicks? Can I say that? <laughs> well, well, we had Cam swearing earlier on in the pod- podcast, so... Oh, yeah, oh, that's yeah. all right then. Mate. So, feel free. Oh, feel yeah, we're all adults here, mate, aren't we? <laughs> we're all adults, mate. It's an over-18 show, I think, isn't it, mate? <laughs> but, um, yeah, sh- yeah, before I miss all that out, Dicks, it is actually Junior Cup. Um, I haven't said too much about it, mate. But you know, obviously, go it's two o'clock kickoffs, mate. Anyone that wants to go and watch a junior cup game this weekend, Deeks, uh, yeah, you know, keep your eye on the fixtures and, and the kickoff time, mate. You know, don't be thrown out by that, mate. So, plenty of games in that this weekend. But going back to last weekend, Deeks, um, I'll, well, I'll start off in the Premier West, mate, because I think that's probably where the result of the day happened, really, Deeks. Uh, there was there was a big Big result regarding the sort of league table digs in the West. Um, and it's me old mate. I actually saw him on Monday night, mate. Spent spent an hour with him chatting on Monday night at that youth game, mate. Troy City's game, mate. Uh, good crowd, actually. Diggs weren't there for the youth match, mm-hmm. by the way. Diggs weren't there Monday night. Looked a good crowd, didn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. And, and, and nice to see Godolphin's facilities being used and all, mate. I thought thought the pitch looked all right, Diggs, didn't it? Looking all right. Godolphin, mate, wasn't it? The lights of the pitch and you're, everything, You're mate. keeping us on a knife edge here as to who, yeah, you, sorry, who you spoke to. Who is it? Yeah, sorry. I know. I'll tell you about this big result. <laughs> it was actually Johnny Perro, mate. My old mate, oh, Johnny Perro. right. Yeah, he's now the manager of the new look Falmouth Town Reserves right. team, mate, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, and they actually did. It. Big result, mate, really. They went to Trungle Port, mate, to Leaders Mausel Development on Saturday, mate. And they, and they threw the league wide open, really, mate. They came away from Trungle with a 3-1 win, Diggs. Mm-hmm. Um, and they went up, well, and they went to third in the process, mate, in, in, in the league, mate, because um, they followed that up in midweek with a 7-1 win 
at Wendron Reserves, mate, in midweek. So they've actually gone up to third. But but that massive win at uh, Mosel, mate, Charlie Edney, mate. I know a player you quite like, Dick, isn't mm, it, Charlie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Charlie had a couple, mate. And, uh, you know, he'll be knocking on Westy's door maybe soon, mate, Charlie. For a pay and rise. Yeah, mate, yeah. Yeah, that's it, mate. Yeah. But he's he's doing well for the reserves, mate. And Key and Thomas scored the other gold digs. So so yeah, really good. They could be a, actually, mate, they, I was saying about doing other teams a favor, they could be a dark horse or South Digs, really, couldn't they? Form of town reserves, mate, in that division, really. Mm. Could be a dark horse. But but some day digs, they took full advantage of Mosel's defeat, mate, to go to the top with a pretty comprehensive four nil home win over St. Just at the Vogue Diggs. Um, Kyle Marks, mate, with two. Taylor Packinus and and serial goal scorer, mate, Dan Richards. I saw Dan on Sunday, actually, mate, watching the women's game at Retrieve. He was there with his nippers, mate. And, yeah, I mean, spoke to Dan, mate. He just seems to, year after year, Diggs, doesn't he? Season after season, Dan's always amongst the goals, isn't he, mate? Mm. So, uh, and I notice he's topping the scoring charts. Well, as always, mate, again, this season in, in the Premier League, uh, Premier Division West, Diggs, I think that was his 14th for the season on Saturday, Diggs, already. So, so Dan's going well, mate. Took some day to the top. Um, you can't teach that, mate. You can't teach what Dan's got, Deeks, really. Um, <laughs> you know, you can't teach it, you know. you can, Well, you can practice, Deeks, but I think you're, you're either a goal scorer or you're not, mate, aren't you, really? But, well, what do I know about it, Deeks? Yeah, what do I know nothing. about it? No. <laughs> Exactly, but but, but a lug and digs. I mean, they won four one at Wendron Reserves, mate, and they're actually in fifth, mate. But if you look at the league table, mate, they've actually dropped the least points of oh, all the teams. Right? Yeah. If you yeah, if you actually study the league table, mate, they've actually dropped the least amount of points, even though they're in fifth, mate. They're pretty well placed, mate. And uh, that was a good four four one win at Wendon Reserves, mate. And our old friend, our old friend of the show, mate, Captain Babo, um, with uh, with two of those goals, digs, what? two of those two, goals. yeah, two. Steve Abbott Smith, mate, Babo, two goals. So well done to him, mate. Still doing it, isn't he? Still doing it, mate. The Premier Division East is not not quite as exciting, unfortunately, mate. Because um, St. Dom, mate, they're already building up a... Well, they got a 13-point lead at the top, um, which is pretty nuts by mid-October, really, isn't it? When you think about it, <laughs> to be honest. But um, but yeah, I mean they've got the games in, mate. You know, and they've been winning them, Dick. So, you know, and they had another three nil home success over Callington Reserves, mate, last Saturday. Alex Jacob, Francis Pengilly, and Kieran Royal, mate. You know, heard his name quite a bit lately, mm, haven't we? Yeah. With the goals, a favourite of JC, I think, mate. Wasn't he when he was on the show, mate, week in week out. Kieran scores goals. Um, and uh, Salt Ashborough, mate, they stay in second with a with a pretty odd foot one nil home win digs over Sticker Reserves, uh, and it took a substitute, mate, George Soper, uh, to come on and score the all important goal in that game, digs. Um, and there was also one. Tracy Banfield Cup match, mate, uh, which is a new cup this season, mate, named after our old friend Tracy Dixon, mm, isn't it? Which is yeah. 
a lovely touch. Yeah, yeah, lovely touch at Deakson over. Not that we'll forget Tracy, mate, obviously, but nice to remember Tracy boy with a with a with a nice cup, mate. And uh and uh, that and that's all pair and well actually. Deeks, it was a it was a West V East game, mate, and it's all pair and well. Um, well, they sent Lunts and Reserves packing, mate, with a with a three nil scoreline, mate. Skipper Dave standing, mate. Should say influential skipper, actually, mate. Dave, he's a he's a pretty big figure at the back for Paramount, mate. Been there a lot of years, mate, and you know does a brilliant job at the back. But he's he's always got a goal in him as well, Dave has, mate. So he's a, he's a big player for Paramount still, and 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 the experience as well, mate. Adam Selly. Uh, you know, playing up front now, mate, Adam, scoring another goal. And Keaton Cooper, mate, um, scoring as well, Dick. So good win for the Wow there, mate, in, in the Tracy Cup. Um, and, and pretty much, Dick, Division 1 and 2 in the East. And, and Well, it's probably Division Divisions 1 in the East and West, Dick, and Division 2 in the East mainly, mate, were all sort of dominated by the uh, the Evely Cup. Deeks last Saturday, which has obviously taken on a different, uh, you know, sort of. Um, well, obviously, we all know about the Evenly Cup Deeks. It was it was the winners of the combo against the winners of the East Cornwall Deeks, wasn't mm. it? For all those years, you know, big cut. Lucky enough to. Well, I think we've both won it, Deeks, haven't we? Both yeah. won the Evenly, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Managed luckily scored a couple of goals, and that. Well, actually, Deeks, I was robbed of that trick in that <laughs> final by by the underside of the crossbar, Deeks. I was gutted. I was. Mate, oh, yeah. What a shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think many people laugh, mate. But, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I certainly want, mate. I was gutted, but but we did, but we did win, mate. We did win five one. A, a lovely Nan Pier, mate, on that day. But but yeah, but um, looking looking through the fixtures, we really did. I won't bore anyone with all the goal scores and the goals because there's a lot of fixtures. But but just to, just to sort of skirt over it a bit, mate. Boss Castle, Kilcampton, Listgod Reserves, and St Minver. All had pieces of eight, mate. As long John, <laughs> yeah, as long John Silver's parrot might say, mate. All had uh, all had eight goals, mate. They did. Two point thirds and Salt Ash United reserves. Uh, they both went through on penalties, Diggs. Mm. I think we said last week, mate. You know, we was looking through the ties, weren't we? And we said, you know, like a few would go to penalties, didn't we? Or or was that the Walter Potter? Was that the Grave Diggers Cup, mate? It might have been the Grave Diggers Cup, wasn't it? Now you're getting mixed up now, aren't you? All these yeah, cups. Yeah. So many cups. Oh, yeah. I know, Dick. So many cup games, yeah. I'm not sure if it was we said about this, but but not many did, really, mate. But Salt Ash United Reserves and um, and Tour Point Thirds, mate, they both went through on penalties. No such scorelines, really, in the West, Dick. Um, but uh, no big scorelines. But Mornan... Um, Morning and West Cornwall both scored five, um, both away from home as well, digs to progress. Um, Campbell and School of Mines topped that with six at home. Um, but, but, well, the score, well, they had six at home to go through, mate. Campbell School of Mines, but the score of the day, Deeks, uh, in, in both sort of areas, mate, East and West, was, was hail reserves, mate. And they handed out a bit of a, a surprise thrashing, mate, to Falmouth United, Deeks, uh, 11 2. <laughs> 11 2. Uh, a Preston Travassic Park, Deeks. So I think United had a few out, Deeks, to be honest, because they're normally a quite a capable side, mate, Falmouth United, Deeks. But um, 
but yeah. But uh, but I've got to say, Diggs, uh, the game of the day, mate, was in the West, mate, and, and that sort of praise triumphed 7-5 at Newland Non-Athletic. 7-5? Yeah, 7-5, Diggs. Uh, um, well, no penalties required down that way, Diggs, but I think that one went to extra time, mate, um, but it was 7-5. Uh, no penalty shoot outs, mate. But uh, um, no, I'm wrong, Dicks, mate. That did it. That was in normal time, mate. That seven five. The only, if in fact, the only game that did go to um, extra time, mate, was St. Day reserves, mate, at the Vogue. They beat Penzance reserves two one. And that was the only game in the West that went to extra time, Dick. So, um, yeah, Bradley Phillips and and Kyle Morhan, mate, with the goals there, Dick. Sorry, mate, was you going to say something? No. Did no, I? no. Oh, sorry, mate, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so uh, plenty of goals there, Dick. You know, probably would have been there all day, wouldn't we, talking about goal scores and stuff. So, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> So it was a quick uh, apologies to anyone that scored a few goals and thought they was going to get a mention. But like you said, there's just too many cup games, mate, on there last <laughs> week to mention everyone, mate, and not bore everyone. But, uh, but actually, there was, uh, can I just... I will interrupt now. Yeah. There was only one hat-trick on, in that 11-2 win. Oh, was it, mate? One hat-trick? Yeah. Co- Corey oh, ha- yeah. Angwin. Angwin. Can't even say oh, it. Angwin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's one of them name sticks, isn't it? Mm. Corey Angwin. Angwin. Yeah. Angwin. Yeah. That's it, mate. It's, it's no Rolandus Sonovskus, is it? But <laughs> no. but it is a tongue it is a tongue tire, mate, isn't it? It is yeah. a tongue tire. There's a Nathan Goodspeed. Wonder how fast. Oh yeah, he I've is. seen that. Yeah. yeah, I've seen that Nathan Goodspeed, mate. I've seen that. There's some um Interesting names, mate. In there, if you go through the, if you go through the team sheet sticks sometimes and have a look at the, look at the names and all that. It's quite a few um, foreign lads playing now, mate. And especially up, up, uh, up east sticks, I think, mate. <laughs> they're, quite a few. they're probably more yeah. English than you are, rapper. So yeah, they probably are. Mate. Yeah, they probably <laughs> are, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, there was a game, Deeks, in in Division Two West. There was some league action, mate. Um, we, and, th- and there was a couple of big uh, league games actually Diggs but the top two were both in action uh, and they both had home wins mate leaders of Luggan had a 3-0 home win over Paramwell at Oxford Park and, uh, and and level on points mate but with a game in hand I'm going to say it correctly this week Diggs new in Titans mate <laughs> I'm not going to call them Newland this week mate I've called them Newland the last two weeks and I but um, yeah, new in Titans, Diggs. They've gone level on points with a Luggan at the top, um, but with a game in hand, mate. So they're in the box seat. And they and they actually, mate, they won the Battle of Boscorn, mate, on Saturday. Did you see that one, mate? The no. Battle of Boscorn. Yeah, it was it was new in manager Sean Isaacs, mate, versus Redruth manager James Jimbo Isaacs, mate. Ooh. It was a bigger, bigger Isaacs affair, it was, mate. Uh, are they um, brothers, yeah, brothers or cousins or what? I think they, yeah, I think they might be, mate. I think they Which? might be. Um, I think they might be brothers, mate. Right. Actually, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of family members, mate, on each side. I think. Um, you know, it was a proper old family. I think. I think it was a much anticipated game because Redruth, Redruth United reserves have actually started the season quite well, Dicks in in Division Two West, and obviously, as we know, New England Titans are always 
you know, around the top of any league they play in, mate, and they, mm. but, um, but yeah, but it ended up a, a pretty good game, Deeks. It ended up 4 2 to the host, uh, mate, to the Titans. Uh, Johnny Jones uh, with his usual couple of goals, mate. Connor Arthur and sub Mike Catterall. Catterall, mate, clinching the three points in the Battle of Boscorn, Deeks. Um, <laughs> So we, we, we look forward to the rematch, mate, later on in the season. Uh, division 3 East, mate, top game was definitely second v third in that division, mate, where third came out on top, actually, Dix, with an away win, mate. Uh, Butte Reserves winning 2-1 at Bodmin Dragons, mate. Uh, George Horvey was the hero of the day for Butte, mate, with both goals in the, in the 10th and 37th minutes, mate. Um, Ryan Butler got the the Dragons consolation goal, mate. The, uh, I hate you, Butler. Sorry, you. Sorry, mate. Um, remember the old on the buses? Yeah. The, yeah. So, yeah. Sorry, sorry con- mate. That was probably nothing, nothing like it. The but. conductor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was funny, mate. Really. <laughs> <laughs> but so uh, yeah but Ryan mate Ryan Butler had the Dragons consolation play. leaders Landreth thinks um, well they didn't waste the opportunity mate to, to to stretch their lead mate at the top with a convincing 5-0 home win over at Lost Withiel mate Connor Bone and Denham Guild with two each mate to go with a Harry Probin goal mate um and it's as you were, really, mate. Division 3 West, uh, after their blip in the cup the other week, mate, Probus made, made it nine straight league wins in a row with their 3-1 victory at Lanner. Um, Sam Bullen, mate, dropped down from Southwest Peninsula League, I think, at Sticker Deeks, and he, uh, last season. He, he's doing well in, well, as you'd expect, mate, in Division 3 East, really. Um, um, it sorry mate Division 3 West um, he scored two mate and sub Dan Vincent uh, had the other one mate and Almonds mate they, they've racked up some big wins lately mate they're, they're, they're well they're in some some big form at the minute mate Almonds uh, the Green Machine mate another big win for the Green Machine at Blaythorne 8-0 this time Deeks uh, Ross and Nathan Williams um, well, and Liam Phillips, mate, all, all two goals each, I think, mate, in that game, hmm. included in the goals. Yeah, Nathan Nathan Williams, uh, Ro- well, Ross and Nathan Williams, mate. So, so four goals for the Williams in that one, mate, and Liam Phillips with with two as well. Three braces, Deeks, in that game. Big centre halves, mate, Scott Thomas and and Sam Sam Every, mate. Um, well, they're making sure of a clean sheet, mate, weren't they, at the at the other end, mate? That's, that's for sure, mate. That's for sure, Deeks. But uh, um, 8-0, I think it was 10-0 last week for Olmans, Deeks. 8-0 this week. So <laughs> they're on a bit of form, mate, aren't they? Sam, Sam Emery and Scott. Big centre-half, Deeks. Do you know Sam, mate? Mm. Sam and Scott? Yeah. Yeah, both Yeah, both played a better level of football, mate, and they... Both good lads, mate. You know they. Well, one one. I know. I know Ben didn't particularly enjoy playing against either of them last season, mate. For <laughs> for Olman, so always worth a mention, mate. Sam Emery and Scott Thomas, good defence, mate. You know that's what your team's built on, Deeks, isn't it? And and drop ship, Deeks. They're also up there, mate, and they competing in as you'd expect, mate, in uh, Division Three West, mate. And they won three nil 
at uh, at Colt Rogues Reserves, mate, on Saturday at the air base there, mate. Um, and finally, mate, Division Four East, second place at Neville Spitfires, mate. They're still unbeaten in their league campaign, mate, after a two 0 win at North Hill. Uh, Chris Williams and sub Curtis Stammerall, mate. Get, nah, nah, I'm only joking, Dixie. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was some Curtis Allen, mate. <laughs> I don't think Curtis Dammerall would be sub, mate, for us and Evel Spitfire, would he, mate? <laughs> but uh, yeah, they wasn't. They won 2 0 at Norfield, mate. Chris Williams and sub Curtis Allen, mate, getting one each. And, and Division 4 West Stakes, uh, three, well, Three games, Deeks, in the league. Uh, guess how many goals, mate, in those three games on Saturday? Three in Division games. Four West. Uh, three games. I would imagine a lot by the sounds of your voice. Yeah. Three games, averaging yeah. averaging eight a game, 24. 32. 32? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it went a bit goal mental, Deeks. It did, mate. Division <laughs> 4 West. Frogpool reserves, mate. Well, I had a ball, by, by comparison, mate, I had a boring 7 0 win <laughs> at, at Helston Raiders, who, who were struggling a little bit, Deeks, didn't they? Helston Raiders, mm. you know, from last season, as we've mentioned. But but I, I read a little report, mate, on the Cornwall Football Forum. It, it looks like they're trying to regroup, mate, and they're, they're getting some players in. So, so good luck to Helston Raiders, mate. You know, lost a few of their best players, but. You know they're trying to trying to rectify that digs, which is good to hear, mate, isn't it? In this mm. day and age. So, um, but the other two games, digs, they were, well, well, crazy, really, mate. Wendron fifths, mate, six drop ship reserves four. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but mate, but that was boring, mate. That was a boring thing. <laughs> Listen to this one, digs. Perrinpour at Ponsmere Valley, digs. We had fifteen goals, mate, at Ponsmere <laughs> Valley. Valley, Perrinpourth six, Pending Rovers reserves nine. Nine. So, Blimey. Yeah, nine six, and it was six four at half time, Dix. <laughs> so, yeah, so they matched that last game, mate, by half time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, ten, ten first half goals, mate, at Ponsmere Valley. So, so uh, yeah, got your money's worth there, Dix, even though you don't pay to get in, mate, did you, <laughs> to watch your game? So, <laughs> But um, but there was a player on each team, mate, notch who notched four goals in that game, mate. Probably deserve a mention. Brandon Light for the host, Perrinporthsticks, and and Isaac Joy, mate, for Rovers. I, he was uh, pretty joyful on Saturday. I would have thought, mate, wasn't he? four yeah, goals, happy, and away with. Yeah, exactly, mate. Yeah, happy joy, mate. Happy joy, Isaac. Happy joy, mate. But uh, but yeah, Perrin Porth be a bit gutted. Dicks, what do you think, mate? When you're scoring <laughs> six goals at home and still didn't How'd win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it, mate. Yeah, Mandan, imagine Brandon's partner, mate. When he got, how did you get on, Brandon? Yeah, I scored four goals and we scored six. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, we lost nine six. <laughs> <laughs> You wouldn't believe it, mate. You wouldn't add and believe it, mate. No, would you? That's you right. wouldn't add them. But uh, yeah, so, so some strange old scoreline sticks on, on last Saturday, mate. Um I think that's about it. Just just to mention really, Diggs, one game uh this Saturday don't really have to look any further, really, Diggs, for for a match of the day, I don't think, mate. Um well it's close to you, actually, Diggs. Uh, just down the road from you, mate. Oxland Port Elugan Diggs, uh Premier Division West, three PM kickoff, Elugan versus Mausel Development Diggs. So 
yeah, is is actually fifth v second. But if you actually look at the league table, mate, mm. you know this is probably a top three clash, isn't it? Mosul, they've lost two games. They can't afford to lose many more, can they? You took the words out of my mouth, Deeks. Yeah, exactly what I was going to say, mate. Yeah, the pressure's probably on Mosul a little bit. Mm. You know, like we just said, the Luggins, you know, they've only dropped, they've, well, seven games, I think, Deeks, six wins and a draw. Mm. You know, dropped the least amount of points. But, um, but yeah, but like you say, Deeks, if Mosul lose again on Saturday, mate, after that home defeat to Formouth last week, Deeks, they could be, you know, I know it's too early to say, but they could be looking at not, uh, you know, winning that league, Deeks, mm-hmm. couldn't they, really, already That's in October, right. mate? Three, three defeats. So, yeah, big game that one, Deeks, isn't it? A Luggins v Mosul, I think. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> just looking ahead, Luggins' next league game, it isn't until the 4th of November, but uh, guess who that is? Well, it's not St. Day, is it, mate? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, Away to St. Day. Yeah. They picked a good day for that, Dix, haven't they? The 4th of November. Yeah. There will probably be fireworks a day early there, Dix, <laughs> wouldn't <there>? That's right. <laughs> yeah, so. no love lost in that fixture, Dix, is there? No. St. Day of Logan. Oh, he's a beauty, that one. Interesting games. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. All good stuff, mate. All good stuff in Cornish football, Dix, isn't it? All good stuff, mate. Mm. Exciting times. But I think that's it, Deeks. I think, mate, some Premier League, unless I've forgot something. You know, like you said, Junior Cup on Saturday as well. So, you know, anyone want to go to a game, don't, you know, just look at those fixtures and kick off times, Deeks. Else, else you're going to get confused, mate, aren't you? Yeah. Like, like no, we are, yeah. really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, the Cornwall Junior Cup, that's round two. So there are quite a few games aren't there and uh, yeah, yeah yeah so uh, I, I didn't uh, want to bore everyone with all of them really and digs, I think that's still east and west at the moment region. isn't it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is the last round. It's regional, isn't it, mate? Go, yeah. Goes uh, open, goes open for the third round digs. I think now, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so uh, yeah, if you want to look the, those games up, of course they're on the Cornwall FA website under cup competitions so uh, go along click on there and you'll be able to see all the games and uh, what time well what time did you say the junior cup was two o'clock yeah pr- yeah pretty sure you know unless I'm wrong Diggs, but it's always two o'clock mate isn't it junior yeah. cup yeah. yeah I know the clocks don't go back till but obviously you know they, yeah allowing for extra time and, and penalties and what not mate isn't it junior cup so it's all on the day isn't it mate junior cup decided yeah. So, so if you go and watch a game, Dix, you're going to see a winner, mate, aren't you? Yeah. Wherever you go. Is, yeah. it, is it just the FA Cup now that has replays? Or is, are there any other co- yeah. cup competitions that have yeah. replays? No, that's a, that's a good question, actually, Dix, because I, I think you're probably right, mate. I don't think there is any other cup now, mate, is there, no. that has replays now? They yeah. don't do it in the League Cup or the or the Carabao Cup, mate, do they, or whatever <laughs> they call it. And yeah, so, yeah, I think you're right, Dix, because like, obviously the Vaz now, mate, you know, that we used to have replays in that, didn't we? Mm. I've played in a couple of them, mate. Yeah, don't have them anymore. You know, the trophy doesn't, mate. You know, the the big cups in, in, the, in non-league football, neither of them do. Yeah, no, I think you're right, Dix. FA Cup, mate, is the only... Yeah, that, and that'll probably be stopped soon, mate, wouldn't it? I would have thought with the fixtures. Uh, actually, yeah. actually, yeah. Do they still have replays once they get into, say, past the third round? I oh, know, that's what I'm thinking, Deeks. Like, wasn't there something last season, mate, that, that they, they did away? I mean, I think, I think mate, I, 
I don't know, mate. I I don't want to sort of say something that's wrong here, but I, I think I think you might be right, Dick. So I, I got a feeling since COVID, mate, that hmm. that it's all decided on the day, isn't it? But not not in earlier rounds, though, is it? No, 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 it's not. No, is it after the third round, Deeks? When the big guns? I don't know. Or, or, or even is it from the first round proper? Perhaps I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah, uh, but no. yeah. I might have to have. Look, I'll look that one up, Deeks. I'll look. Tell I'll do a bit week. of homework. Tell us mate. next week. That's right. I will. Like, yeah, I'll tell. I will, mate. I'll tell everyone next week, mate. You don't know. Because right. we don't, do we? No, we don't. No, that's right. <laughs> right. Okay. So uh, all that's left, and I think I know the answer already, is um, yes. are you watching any football this weekend? <laughs> you can subscribe to the Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix podcast. Search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football. Yeah, hopefully, Deke's. Are, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a bit... Well, pretty busy weekend for me, Dix. Me, um, well, it's all top secret at the moment, mate. Oh, so, well, better not tell us. Yeah. Well, no, I'm telling everyone, mate, before my <laughs> sister-in-law even knows, Dix. But oh, no. it's her 50th birthday. Dix, well, I'm sure so. she knows. I, I, she's going to know she's 50, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, she'll know that, mate, won't she? For sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think she's expecting a decent present, mate, to be fair. <laughs> but but <laughs> no, but but no, actually, mate, lovely gesture from the brother in law, mate. You know, Tony who you know, Diggs, you know, um yeah, he's uh, he's actually flying us up, mate, from Bristol on Friday, mate, to mm. for a surprise party, mate. Yeah, he's uh well, I mean well, sure. well, if we're giving plugs, out, Diggs, his, his company's doing pretty well. Diggs, rock luggage, Diggs, they're called me. Rock, rock, rock luggage, rock luggage. Yeah, for anyone that wants to look, go on their website. I mean, it got to be, got to be honest, Diggs. It is quality gear, mate, and 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 not not too expensive, to be fair, mate. You know, they're pretty pretty competitive. The old luggage market, Diggs, but but the brother-in-law's company's doing pretty well, Diggs. Last couple, of, obviously, COVID was a pretty stretch time mm. for him, mate on it but I think since everyone's been going back on holidays they're, they're doing really well so so the brother-in-law's putting on a big party mate for, for Marie mate the sister-in-law uh, for a 50th Diggs flying us up from Bristol I think he's hired a, a restaurant mate out in Glasgow he's got a chef coming mate to do the cooking I know mate I know you know I'm for- no, I'm from Malabar, Dix. I'm used to Burger King, mate. A chicken royale, mate, would have done for me, mate. <laughs> chicken royale with with uh, with uh, cheese, mate, would have done for me. But but um, yeah. So yeah. So it should be a lovely evening, Dix. But but yeah, I'm open, mate. Um, I think we got to be there for seven, Dix. So open to get the local game in, Dix. East Kilbride v Tranent, mate. Um, in the Lowland League, Dix, which is which is actually a, a bit of a top two clash, mate. So couldn't have picked a better game. Celtic are away, Dick. So that was out the window. But so yeah, just down the road to the local game in East Kilbride, mate. So uh, they're top of the league, Diggs, Um against Tranent, mate, who are fourth, mate. But they got three games in hand on the second and third. So looking at the league table, mate, is a, is a top two clash, really. So hopefully, see a good game, Diggs, with a bit of luck, mate. Mm. And the old Scottish travels, mate. But obviously, be missing the Cornish football, mate, and looking at Twitter like I normally do all afternoon, mate. For for uh, but what? But where are you going, Dix? You're you're going to be watching a bit of Cornish football, mate. You've had a couple of weeks off, Dix. Yeah, 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 but, yeah, yeah. I'm back. Well, I saw obviously Monday um, Tour of City against yeah. Eastley in the FA Youth Cup. But um, yeah, the last two Saturdays I've been uh, off doing other stuff. So. 
I'm taking an FA Vars game, but I'm not yeah. absolutely sure. But I think it could be Newquay against Baffin's Milton Rovers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pa- good game, mate. Partly because the name just appeals to me for some reason. And yeah. Um, yeah. it's, well, Newquay step six, as we heard Phil Hiscock say, uh, Newquay six, uh, step six, uh, Milton Rovers step five. Um, and, and they're going quite well in their division, in their league. So, uh, it's going to be a toughie yeah. for Newquay, but I think Phil was confident that a Peninsula League win could be on the card. So uh, I'm going to go along yeah. and, and, well, probably go along to that one. Um, but there are a couple other interesting ones. I'm I'm aiming to get to Tor Point at some stage soon. Uh, and that, I was tempted with their home game against Portland United. Um, and oh, then, of course, yeah. there's Helston against Long Levens. So it was sort of one of those... Uh, and possibly Sinolstug against Torrington. So it's one of those four. But I think yeah. I'm edging towards Newquay against Baffin's Milton Rovers. <laughs> yeah, come on the peppermints. That's all I say, Diggs. Come on the peppermints. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah. But I just hope the weather's all right. I don't know what the forecast is. I haven't bothered looking, but um, we've had a few wet days, mm-hmm. haven't we? So, uh, yeah, we have. It's pretty dry up this way, Diggs, today, mate. I saw Midsy there actually the other night, Diggs, a Newquay manager, mate. Yeah. I'm sure Middleton was there. Diggs was well, a bit of a oozu, Diggs, wasn't it? The other night of, of football, Diggs. Saw a lot of managers there watching that youth game yeah, the well, other night, mate. Probably a lot of spying yeah. to see if there's anyone to yeah. sign. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely some talent there, Diggs, wasn't there? Without a doubt, mate. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, some, some cracking talent, mate, on the on the pitch. Enjoyed that game, mate. But, uh, yeah, enjoy Mount Wise, Diggs. Enjoy Mount Wise. And, yeah, the weather's kind down here, mate. Because mm. I don't think it will be in Scotland, Diggs, from <laughs> what I'm hearing. Yeah. Enjoy your flight up, you know. The, yeah, thanks, mate. You might get there quicker than you expected or slower, depending on which way the wind is blowing, isn't it? So Yeah, yeah that's true, mate. Yeah, that's true. It'd be nice to fly up, actually, digs that hour and ten minutes, mate. Ooh. Bristol to uh, Glasgow, mate. Yeah, so that'd be nice, mate. It'd be a bit, bit better than that eight-hour drive we normally do, mate. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, well, look, have yeah, a great mate. weekend. Um, Thanks, uh, Enjoy the celebrations. We won't let the yeah. cat out of the bag that it's uh, a uh, surprise no, party you. for her yet. So um, does she listen to the podcast? No. I um, I don't think so, mate. No, that's no, okay. I that's okay. No. So uh, <laughs> I don't I don't mind her not listening. That's one person I don't mind listening. But other no, other people, please uh, tell everyone about our podcast. If you're listening to this, or you're a regular listener. Tell everyone yeah. else. And uh, and uh, I don't think we said Deeks so much today, did we? No, mate. No, I, I don't know why someone would have take offence to that. Do you, mate? Well, I don't really? know. I don't know that he was taking offence. He was just pointing it out no. that um, my name is mentioned quite a bit. But I would have thought you're a popular man, mate. You're a popular man. <laughs> well, in I, football I, I would have yeah. thought mate was, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> mentioned yeah, a lot say, more mate, than Deeks. So unless he yeah, thinks I'm called mate. Yeah, I was ple- I was quite pleased when I did read that actually. Dick. So I, I slipped under the radar with me mates. Didn't I? I've, I've only said it two hundred and thirteen times today, Dicks. I think. So uh, I think it might be more friends. than that. I think it might be more than that. Probably is, mate. Yeah. Probably. I remember counting it once, Dicks. I listened to about the first half hour of the show, mate. We was talking about the Southwestern League, and I said it twenty eight times in about ten <laughs> minutes, mate. I, I had to switch it off, Dicks. So. <laughs> 
Right. Okay. Well, look. That would go on me, go on me gravestone, mate, wouldn't it? Here lies Rappo, mate. Yeah. <laughs> mate to everyone right yeah yeah don't mind that things okay well look have a great weekend enjoy well enjoy Thanks, your football Dix. and everyone get out there and enjoy yeah. your football yes that's it mate it's going to be dark soon Dix, isn't it so get out there and enjoy that Cornish football everyone cheers Diggs have a good uh, enjoy new come on the peppermints and all the Cornish teams mate come to that in the vats <laughs> yeah <laughs> right okay <laughs> Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Your Cornish 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 C